Welcome! Welcome to Three Canadian Thumbs! And today I am Jamie. Uh, today I'm still Rita. I'm not so sure anymore who I am. <laughs> no, not when it start like that, no. We are completely lost into our own little world, so... It's been two weeks since the last time you've heard our glorious voices, and mm-hmm. thank you, fans. Uh, you've been listening to us so closely. I, I don't know if they're fans yet. <laughs> yes. So, thank you, listeners. Thank you, people. Who, Appreciate it. Yeah. If this is the, your first episode, uh, well, well, we're very sorry. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to talk to you about gaming and entertainment. So, uh, welcome back. And uh, yeah, we, we just want to catch up at first. We, we, so we haven't seen each other ever since, right? No, it's been, uh, it's been a while. We haven't had an episode since, but uh, I guess stuff happened uh, during our weeks. Um, do you want to you wanna start, Jason? Like oh. What happened during the last two weeks? You wanna, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. oh, man. I've been, I've been re-watching uh, the VGAs, actually seeing okay. what... What was uh, what went wrong? What went right? And what happened ever since? And everything. Uh, I've been I've been keeping up to date with my Jimquisitions and Ooh. the gaming news industry. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, and um, I've been playing more Diablo three with my with my uh, roommate mm-hmm. because I love that whole uh, hunt for loot, rinse, repeat kind of perfectioning your character. I kind of. Stay up at night thinking of that next <laughs> six-piece armor I could have. Okay, cool. Yeah, like seriously, I, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, one day when I'm gonna get that set, I'm gonna be so fucking OP. Cool. And I, I also uh, watched him play Shadow of the Tomb Raider, like the end game of it, which, oh, which nice. I found really interesting, hmm. actually. Um, I, I kind of feel like playing it. I mean, <laughs> seeing the whole game being played in front of me. Yeah, honestly, like. I'm thinking about that game a whole lot because it's one of the games I didn't play in 2018, but I'm, we'll talk about it later, but really, like, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is one of those games I still have in mind about. Yeah, it's the game that, like, just disappeared, kind of, like, it it came out and then nobody talked about it. Yeah. Like, it got lost in Red Dead and Assassin's Creed and everything. It got sandwiched. But, like, it's, Mm -hmm. it's... one of the games I'm also looking forward to to playing, like they they seem to be doing a lot of things right. Yeah, and ironically, it was the same with the previous game, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, I played it maybe like a year or a year and a half yeah, after I played it was it last released. Year, that's and, why I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a great game. It just I, I I'm always late to Tomb Raider games. I guess. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's okay. I, I, I guess, guess you were thing. hesitant in like uh, diving into the reboot. 
Yeah. No, I, I was really looking forward to it. It just it happens to release every time while there's so many other releases or mm-hmm. other stuff is happening. But I feel like those games will always be good enough that I can jump in a year later and still enjoy them. So. And like, unfortunately, they get cheap fast. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's, yeah, uh, it's Boxing Day and like, everything. I think I saw Assassin's Creed for $30 uh, right Definitely. now. $35 on the PS4 store yeah. right now. Assassin's Creed months. Odyssey. Yeah, and like... <laughs> I, I played Origins this year. I feel like I, I'm still playing Origins in my mind. Like, <laughs> and this one's all like half off. So Take yeah. into consideration that maybe these are the last Assassin's Creed titles because Ubisoft is what? moving towards games as a service kind of platform, mm. right? I think it's that's still going to go... like gonna For a go, while? Yeah. You well, think? Uh, you're right in the sense that they plan to do DLCs uh, or like expansion, whatever, for two years or so. For, for think, two years yeah. only? They, they don't uh, at want least, to at have least for one this main one. game and um, just build upon it? Maybe it's the next one. I don't think this one can run so long. I don't know. I just hope they have a museum mode because that was the best part of AC Origins. Really? The museum mode was... Uh, I, we didn't mention it last time, but that was probably one of the like shout-outs that would have made was Assassin's Creed Origins museum mode. Yeah, well, it was even used in a... In it was a, used in a museum in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they used it... For a for a Queens of Egypt exhibit, and uh, it's really well made. They got some professionals, like uh, researchers, archaeologists, hmm. working with Ubisoft to give like incredible details on like ancient Egyptian society and stuff and rituals. And they, they even have like um, a virtual mode where they show how they do mummification. What really? Yeah, in the game. Oh, that's so fucking cool. And it's cool. text and it's voiced and it's interactive. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's r- a really cool learning tool. That's a really good example yeah. of like. Well, that games was my favorite for part. Education. Honestly, like I, I started thinking about Origins. Uh, the best part this of the week. game. <laughs> that, well, yeah, this, but also like, I kind of hated on the game when when I finished it because it's it's too long. Like mm-hmm. the side quests are, like, there's too many of them. And yeah. like half of the map you don't see unless you, you yeah. play the museum mode. Yeah. And um, like I started thinking about like the relationship between the, the two main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really something that, that I think they they've done much better than anyone else. Like Yeah, Bayek and Aya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the like the one of the best couples in gaming. I do really agree with that. yeah, they really honestly like spoiler. Uh, the game is just the most mature breakup in a video game. Yeah, it's a break, but it's like oh, a, really? It's yeah, a, it's, yeah, it's like we agree to break up, and it's good. Oh, it's that's the best thing. It's a really interesting. That dynamic. hits home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because of in real life events. Yes, kind of everything else they do poorly, but yeah. this uh, story <laughs> wise, story but, wise, but like yeah. th- this this thing where like there's a there's an event that that breaks them apart, like something external from their love to each other, because mm-hmm. they, they still love each other even though they yeah. break up, mm-hmm. which is insane. Like to see that in a game, like, that just, is mature. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and it's, it's like it's and, like, and yeah. you you play you kind of play the the. The, the the person that that still wants to hold on like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Bayek, they, yeah. so they're basically at the beginning of the game their their kid dies mm-hmm. and um, like the events follow and you pl- you play as Bayek and you meet up with uh, his ex wife constantly mm-hmm. uh, throughout and she's her her way to cope with this is to move on. And his way to cope with it is to not move on, to just concentrate <laughs> on that and his revenge thing. Really? But that's what kills his his, uh, relationship. his relationship in the end. 
and that's what's great it's like the fact that you're 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 you're, you're playing this dude who won't fucking move on mm-hmm. kills his relationship mm-hmm. it, it's just it, it's something i haven't seen in, in games like and it's uh, and it's not played as a tragedy it's not just a dad thing like he he's a dad and it's like yeah his his kid died but it's all it's about your growth and moving on mm-hmm. like every other thing is about how to become a good dad before you die or whatever yeah yeah but this one oh, just yeah. <laughs> basically <laughs> this one's just well written yeah yeah that's it's definitely a better character piece than uh like uh, an amazing plot because it's not no there's no there's no there's plot no story, really it's yeah. just history happened and this couple was breaking up during it and they were pretty badass that sounds like a, a pretty good premise actually it doesn't yeah. have to be all like so yeah but but beca- because i approached the video game as like uh gaming uh i remembered just the bad stuff from uh, uh mm-hmm. from origins and like maybe a year later i like last week i started thinking about it and mm-hmm. this story thing is something that no other assassin's creed has done or no other like game in yeah, general I'm trying to think so, of a game that does something like that that's not an indie game uh, yeah exactly like indie <laughs> game, it, it's doing something that an indie game would normally do yeah uh, or like Like, you don't expect that out of Ubisoft, and that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I, I can't wait to play Odyssey, because apparently it's even better than, than Origins. I oh, don't know about overall, the story. Yeah. Is, there, is there a story in this one? There's Le- Leonidas. Uh, it's it's but like there's history, but like <laughs> there's history. I feel like there's there's three stories going on in parallel, and the game even has like categories of missions. Yeah, there's it the has like the, the Assassin's Creed stuff, the family stuff. There's yeah. the cultist stuff. There's like cultists running ancient Greece and like dividing, <laughs> uh, you know, Spartans and Athenians to go to war huh. with each other because it profits the cult. And there's the whole like uh, Assassin's Creed sci-fi futuristic like uh, first people. Does like does the cult stuff, stuff yeah. feel like they're taking their current event? conspiracy theories and throwing them on uh, ancient Greece? Absolutely Or is not. It something It's that's really kind just of in set in ancient Greece. That would be really yeah, terrible. Yeah, but you know, like a cult using like two powers to advance their own. You know how like sometimes in games it'll be like wars created by like the people selling weapons instead yeah, of like... Yeah, that's, there's so that. So it's kind of that... There's that, vibe. but it has nothing to do with like uh, modern day like story of assassin's creed thank mm. god it's really just like oh there's like athenians and spartans that are dealing in weapons trading slaves mm. uh, uh rigging the olympics mm-hmm. and they're just like working deals to make the conflict go on so they can each profit from it and yeah. there's a really cool mechanic the cultist system in that game mm. is a true in huge quotes, like in quotations, Assassin's Creed experience, because sometimes, you know, there's so many cultists in charge of the economy, let's say, and you don't know who they are, so you need to find clues by doing Mm. missions. So you'll see, like, that person is usually called uh, the snake in that area. Yeah, Um, like in Origins. uh, Yeah, yeah. they live in this region of Greece. Um, They own that boat. So that's all clues that'll make you figure out... So it's actual investigation instead of just using like Eagle Vision or like Batman Vision? It's a mix of both. Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of Eagle Vision. My my, uh, roommate started playing and let let me tell you what, that's... I see that eagle out all the time. It's the floating eagle, yeah, the Icarus. Just... Yeah, you I'm, just tag everything, and then there's a golden thing, and it goes. 
yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard those sound effects so many times. They're it, just it, like. <laughs> yeah, it's the I'll one be thing old I don't. I'll senile. I'll just see an eagle and I'll go like. <laughs> out again. <laughs> Does it like still see resources to improve your armor and ship? Yeah, you can. Oh, you can. That's uh, like no. the most garbage part of that game. Is it? Is it's, it a numerical value um, on your power? One single numerical value. That's one. Just of, like destiny. That's one of the things I dislike about Odyssey. Oh. To be honest, is how it's they they they. They, they call it an into RPG, an RPG, but it's like a fake. It's like the bad parts of an RPG. It like the God of War equipment. It uh, relies <laughs> too much on the numbers. I just think it's really ridiculous that like you plan out this perfect like stealth uh, approach to like a, a major player in the conflict, and I'm just I'm hovering above him, like I'm 15 meters above him. He can't see me. I'm jumping down. <laughs> I'm stabbing that person in the neck, and they just wake up with their half health and be like. What just happened? Let's fight. And then they punched me once and I died because I was 20 levels below. That just destroys like my suspension of disbelief. Yeah. I feel like I've earned that one hit assassination. If I want like if I go into a melee fight, I get it if there's like levels and stats and stuff. But if I get like a perfect stealth kill, that shouldn't that shouldn't factor in. That's that's dumb. Like I break your clavicle, you're you stay down. You're you know? dead. You're just like, you're dead, oh, son. but my stats, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I got the big number here. Yeah. So. I yeah. tried to, I showed uh, Assassin's Creed Origins to a friend uh, while I was playing it uh, earlier this year. And it's a friend who only plays like older games. Like mm-hmm. they, they, she never got into uh, modern gaming. So she's used to like Ninja Gaiden or whatever. Yeah, retro. Re- like yeah. really older games. And she didn't get that stuff. She was like the the thing where if you stab a guy in the neck, he just like goes, "Oh, what just happened to me?" Because he's still alive. <laughs> like all these little details. Like there's no polish to it. It's so massive that like it mm-hmm. it it's trying to immerse you. And this is a problem with like open world games in general. It mm-hmm. tries to immerse you, and by being too realistic, it like shoots itself in the foot. Like mm-hmm. Red Dead doing that yeah. constantly. Yeah. And like you were saying, you went to like Saint Denis, and uh, then, then you went to there later, like three hours later, in a story, and your character was amazed by the city, like you've never seen it before. Like I guess you just forgot. Yeah, like that's how amazing that city is. There's there's a point where you've done too much with your game, like mm-hmm. just like the the numbers stuff, it just ruins the immersion. Absolutely, yeah. it's it, it relies too much on numbers, and that's a detriment to the game and to just the the game experience basically where it's like because it boils it down way too much like oh i'm a 123 oh i'm 456 it makes them like uh it makes them do like different difficulties way easier they just buff the numbers on your enemies or whatever I yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of finding new creative ways of them to attack you, or it's because it, it's basically systems they didn't want to work on because mm-hmm. they need to churn. They that made game a out. general one for everything. Yeah. Well, that DLC though with the bigger numbers. Yeah. Exactly. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. level cap is now sixty. Fuck off. Numbers go up. <laughs> Fuck off. Numbers go up. More edition. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because, uh, well, we we all need more numbers. More. Yeah, well, then play a NIST game or something. Yeah. Yeah. True. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want that in my Assassin's Creed. But yeah. I'm also like of the few that love the uh, like the modern day stuff and the the lore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the lore. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's uh, it's based history. in history. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, just history of yeah civilizations and all. But um, yeah, Sh- just going. Oh, yeah, going back to Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm. I'm glad that you're telling me that it's looking great because I'm looking forward to it. Well, there's a lot of things that I love about it, all the different costumes that Lara wears, uh, that she has to wear for different situations and speaking between the cults and everything. And uh, I, I mean, the exploration is, 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 it's not a shooting gallery anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, you will be, you, you're, you will be taken aback. Like, the first time that you played an Uncharted, surely, that yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had that cool. feeling also. Cool. But uh, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. what did you entertain yourself with in the past two weeks yeah, Mr. The, Rita yeah past two weeks well uh were a bit hectic because it was uh you know Christmas time vacation but I worked a little bit but mm. otherwise um I found the time to watch an anime on Netflix oh you did yeah a 10 uh, 10 episode anime series called Baki 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 yeah. oh yeah it just Baki came out Baki. right yeah. did, it, did it come out around Christmas time uh yeah it came out like in the past few weeks and I think originally it was already out on Netflix Japan and they're already at season mm. two. Okay. Netflix, so there's two Japan. seasons on. Okay. Uh, we, in Canada, we only have season one. Okay. But if you go on Netflix Japan, you can have seasons one and two. Mm. Okay. And it's originally based like on an old manga from like the early 90s, I believe. Like it's a really like battle shonen battle manga that's like super gory and violent oh just like i like them but it's not like the the boxer anime that came out no it's you're year. thinking about megalobox yeah I th- no it's not okay. megalobox okay, no, okay. no 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 baki is way stupider than that okay. baki <laughs> is a stupid ass stupid incredibly <laughs> stupid anime it's like it's it's that one step below jojo of enjoyment where it's like, there's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> That's a weird way to... Yeah. I love right. Jojo, by the way. Just And it's really weird. And Baki is also really weird. But it's all about like fighting. And just the premise of Baki. Baki Hanma, 17-year-old Japanese dude in Tokyo. He's a martial artist. He won an uh, underground martial arts tournament where like all the people are buff and muscular. And they fight each other with different martial arts. And they're all serious about it. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's like it's not superpowers. It's all martial arts. It's all. It kind of is superpowers. Okay. But it's not like people get shot in the head and survive. Kind of superpowers. Uh, But it's because they're really good at martial arts. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, the yakuza school of uh, martial arts. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah. Kind of supernatural, almost. Yes. Yeah, where it's like there's no way someone could stop like a physical truck, like a truck physically, but like they do because they're really good at martial arts. Uh, but the premise is just criminals all over the world just at the same moment in the world just went, I want to experience defeat. I think the strongest person in the world is in Japan. And they just escape like, from their own prisons and they just go to Japan to fight. To lose? <laughs> yeah, to, because they're, they're so good. And the whole, the whole season is about martial artists versus criminals oh. so like i know kung fu and this is my secret technique and the criminal is like yeah but my martial arts technique is uh shooting you in the face and then, <laughs> <laughs> or, or pulling out a knife and then stabbing you while you're not looking because you're too honorable so martial arts suck 
crime good. Oh, God. Okay. The, the anime writes itself. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> I can see it now. Really? It's, it's, it's dumb fun. Yeah, that's but, how I describe it. It's really dumb fun. It's fun because the, the way you're describing it, it sounds like ass. Like, it, it is ass. It is ass. You laugh at it. It's yeah. it's a fart joke. But it's but it's well made. It's funny enough that you you kept going. You watch all you watch all of it basically. I was a bit bored by the end, to be honest. Because <laughs> there's but a second I just, season. It's, it's it's that morbid curiosity of like, mm. where is this going? Also, the end of that season. <laughs> it's just. It doesn't end. Okay. It doesn't end. Like I don't even mind like spoiling it. It just it's it's even worse than the ending of The Sopranos. But is it oh, like what? Is it like you know? Is it, it was thirteen episodes or something. Ten. Okay. Because it's ten twenty three minutes. You know, episodes, sometimes so. it just doesn't end because it didn't actually end. It didn't there. actually end at all. Yeah. So they just keep going. It literally ends like mid punch. Yeah. Okay. And then it's just credits. <laughs> 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 that's it yeah they, they, they call it <laughs> they call it a different season but it's just like yeah just they just, they just cut it yeah yeah hmm. they just cut it but um does it does it take itself too seriously i mean does it know that it's a ridiculous ass premise or is it is it too it's not much it's not neo self-aware because it's, it's like from no, the 80s no, right? no 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 it's 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 or dumb yeah. but it's it doesn't try to be comedy it just it's accidental comedy oh really? and that's how you have to watch it like that's how you have to enjoy it because it's it's over the top it's so over the top well it's it sounds a little different than fist of the north star which actually knows that it's Kind of funny. Yeah, Fist of the North Star is way more respectable, even though it's so memeable. Yeah. This, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know if I can recommend it, but I, I, I did that. And that's what you did. <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah. it. I watched it all. I was like, all right. Um, not sure if I'm glad I did. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a maybe waste of time. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, uh, that was. Uh, that was something I did, and anything else that I'm thinking about, pfft, not really. I read some comics. Oh, I also played, um, I tried to play out Hades. Oh, yeah? You yeah, did? Super Giant oh, Game. Oh, wow. Okay. Hades. Huh. I, I actually watched uh, someone stream Hades because I was really that interested, but I wasn't ready to invest the $20 in it. So, yeah, how is it? Uh, it's really cool. Feels really good. It's a super giant game game. It just feels like the quality's still there. Basically. Yeah, and it's it's like an early access on the yeah. Epic Game Store. So I just got it. I was like, the art is incredible. The character designs and just like I'm amazed at how many times like the Greek pantheon has been used as a setting for games. Yeah, like if you think about it, like God of War did yeah, well, it, and just stories in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed recently used it, and there, there's still, there's still people doing great interpretations of that pantheon, and uh, Hades does that, where it's mostly like in the underworld, and like your Hades' son, Zagreus mm-hmm. or something, or you're trying to, to just leave hell. That's the point. The character is just, I'm a demigod. Okay, yeah, yeah. I want to leave hell. And that's the whole, um, how do you call it? Yeah, the premise, why, why it's a roguelike. So you don't really die because you're already in the underworld. So you just start from the bottom level. Yeah. And you're just trying to go up and exit oh, okay. the underworld. Yeah. And you meet gods along the way and they give you like different powers and weapons. So, so it's a roguelike, but with a real ending? 
Maybe. Maybe not huh. yet. Since maybe, it's maybe. Yeah, exactly. It's an early, early offer? access. Yeah. Or, early access. Or, yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that they put a lot of care in uh, the character designs. They're really varied and well-voiced and they have long dialogues and they, they kind of are witty, but not too much, you know? Yeah, well-voiced. They, they, they crack know. jokes once in a while, but yeah. it's not cringy, like fucking Sacred 3. <laughs> God damn, that's like, what? insufferable. <laughs> I have no idea what that game is. The, 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 it, it, it tries to crack jokes and it thinks it's too clever and shit. And it's, it tries to be modern. It's a sacred three. Do you think that's maybe a localization thing, or is that like because it sounds like a Japanese game? Sacred three, is it? Oh uh, no, I think it's originally from here. Okay, I've, yeah. Right. Mm. And it's uh, don't play it. Mm. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Don't waste your time. It yeah. was on sale for like three bucks. And would, would you? Bad writers would, can come from anywhere, even here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never played any uh, Super Giant. Super, super giant games super yeah. giant games bastion would, yeah no never no. so oh. would you consider would you tell me to like play bastion first uh, and foremost or has it aged like as someone who's never played pyre uh transistor bastion hey bastion? just came out is it like their best game is it bastion has great art has a great soundtrack the uh, that I remember the narrator uh, reacts to yeah, things yeah, you do the, in game. Yeah, it's I, I'd mostly that. say played for that. It's they're not long games, so yeah, try them out. See how you feel about them. They're like five, ten hours, or like more like fifteen. About ten to fifteen, I'd say. Okay. Ten mm-hmm. to fifteen. Um, the the one that kind of stands out the most out of all of their games would be Pirate because it's just yeah, that's NBA, the one that NBA Jam, the most, but yeah. with fantasy powers. Yeah, I might start with that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea because, well, do you play a lot of roguelikes? Like no. uh, Binding of Isaac or, or whatnot? No, I, I, I dislike the idea of like randomly generated stuff in general. That's so the thing. So it's hard for me to get into Yeah, it's hard for me to get into it. I hear Dead Cells does that really well. So I want to look into that as well. Yeah, I might be biased, but I, I, I prefer the art direction for Hades more mm. than Dead Cells. Yeah. Okay. That's a personal preference. But like Bastion is is also uh, randomly generated. No, no it's it's, so more, it's just Hades that's random. Yeah, generated. it's their yeah. first roguelike. Okay, cool. And it's not done, so. So the other we'll ones are finite, and I can just go through them. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and they're worth it, and they're not that. I guess expensive. roguelike reminds me of the idea like that it just it's long because it's hard. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the old the Nintendo spikes. games that only had four levels. But yeah, yeah, were really but, hard. but took you like. Yeah, exactly. You have to fight the same enemies over and over and over again because, well, you're going to do the first two uh, levels of difficulty of enemies and then it splits, you know? So it's a lot of repetition. It's more something that you do for a while instead of, like, going to the end of it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and generally I play a game for its story and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, there is one aspect that I like that I remember from old dungeon games where... Every time you move a square, the, the other characters in in the area move. Oh, like that was it? called the, that's the original roguelike, but they okay, took okay. it for another term. Yeah, that okay. originally roguelikes were the little text-based dungeons that you yeah that's really that you fun. move and yeah. the enemy moves at the same uh, like once. Yeah, but like it, since like I'm a baby gamer, like my like my favorite games in that genre are like the Pokemon games and like the Chocobo mm. Dungeon games. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've played uh, any Chocobo Dungeon, but like one of them is uh, 
being re-released next year. Uh, it was originally released for the Wii, and it's a. Uh, it's I think it's called it Chocobo Mystery Dungeon. Now there, mm. but there's been multiple ones, so there was one mm. on the Wii. Chocobo yeah, Racing. No, that no, that's on PS1 too. PS1 as well. <laughs> and it's a pretty good game, actually, Chocobo Racing. I've never but, uh, tried yeah, it. But. Yeah, it was nice when Square was trying different things instead of just releasing Kingdom Hearts 3 15 <laughs> years later. Oh, boy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you should really check out at least a trailer for Chocobo Dungeon because that's like a old-type uh, rogue okay. game. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Tower of Draga style? Yeah, I love Tower of Draga. Yeah. I don't think it's... I think maybe that was also randomly generated. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But at the time, like these games were small enough that I didn't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Pierre, what the hell did you do in the past two weeks? How did you entertain yourself? <laughs> I did the mistake of uh, thinking I need to clear my backlog. <laughs> <laughs> Big mistake, buddy. Yeah. So I played a bunch of uh, older games. I played... Uh, What's it called? Dishonored 2's DLC, The Death of the Outsider. Oh! I got, I played maybe 10 hours of it. And uh, basically, every game I, I played um, that was from my backlog, I realized that I wasn't playing them for a reason. Oh, yeah? All yeah. of them? Yeah, like I, 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 I stopped, like I finished none of them. So I played that and realized it's really outdated. And the, 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 the thing that's great about Dishonored is like, how there's multiple ways to approach something and not not necessarily multiple ways like action and stealth but like multiple ways to solve a single problem and that one was really like action oriented mm. like the DLC and it it's weird that it ends the story in a DLC i find like a bunch of games did that mm. because they knew that they were kind of done oh DLC studio ending? wise it's yeah. a, it's a DLC ending yeah Oh. It's, well, they it's re- a standalone. They, so they re-released. Yeah. They released it as a standalone mm. to make it like, oh, it's a DLC. And but anyway, it's like a <laughs> seventeen-hour-long uh, ending. Like it's not a full game, but uh, like Prince of Persia, two thousand eight. Yeah. Did that? Yeah. Uh, Ooh, Castlevania. That's really early on in the wow. Two thousand eight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Castlevania: Lords of Shadow did that as well. Like they yeah. released DLCs that. Yeah, there were Close a lot of the story, story DLCs like, at the time. Yeah, it's it's an interesting concept to have like story DLCs because that's a way to like get an audience. But at the same time, it's it, it feels like a cop out, and uh, often it's because maybe the studio's going away or something mm, like that. Yeah, like they're canning the game, but they 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 still worked on some DLCs, so they're gonna release it and finish the story really quickly. Have, the, you, have you done the Last of Us story DLC? Yeah, that's the that's a good one. Yeah, but also like some people didn't play it because it wasn't mm-hmm. in the main game. Yep, um, I don't think it was necessary to the main game. Like mm-hmm. you don't really need to, but um, it'd be nice to like see it maybe on on The Last of Us Two at the be- like you could read it or something or because yeah. it's, it's not in, everybody it's, it, played yeah. Left Behind and that's like a really good DLC. Mm-hmm. It's integrated in the remastered. Uh, yeah. PS4 version, so that's cool. But that was a good example of how to do it, where it doesn't remove anything from the original game, I find. But it's really cool as an extra. Yeah. But oh, yeah, it's kind of I an extra. Rem- yeah. yeah. Like I think Alan Wake also had like a DLC. But uh, yeah, but ending. that was like no, it wasn't an ending. It was like yeah. a completely different thing with like chainsaws and uh, 
Like it was, it had what? like an American theme, like Americana theme. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was pretty good. But okay. it, no, yeah, you're chainsaws and Alan Wake. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> pretty old. But uh, yeah, the second game I played was The Last Guardian, oh. which um, really disappointed me. <laughs> it's too bad because I I like I was afraid to play it because I knew it would disappoint me, and then I decided to play it, and it did. Like uh, Eco and Nico, like Shadow of the, yeah, it was. There were two of my favorite games at the time when mm-hmm. they were released, and The Last Guardian just came out so late. I don't know if any of you played it. Well. Uh, I saw a lot of footage of it, and it looks like the kind of game that wants to get involved emotionally with you. Mm. So I think it's important that you uh, that that kind of game is played as soon as it comes out because it's the maximum of immersibility yeah, yeah. that you can have at the time. Yeah. Now I've known about the bird monster for years, and I don't really care. Like it, it, it it's really interesting. Like there's good concepts with it, but it's it's all like like it's kind of just eco again but with a monster in it mm. like i've already played the whole uh, like cast empty castle that that's interconnected and just doing that over again feels escort weird. mission with a beast mm-hmm. the yeah. game yeah yeah uh yeah it's like it's like fun throughout but there's there's not a single impressive puzzle there's like it's mm. it's just like passive yeah i feel like it's you like asked, not a game. It's a demo. It's a long yeah. demo, right? You asked if we played it. Um, it was lent to me by a friend a while ago, and I didn't touch it for the same reasons. There's you nothing have, there. Basically, it's just I'm 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 trying to avoid disappointment. But yeah. I know the longer I wait, yeah, the more the you'll bigger be that disappointment yeah. will be. Probably, so I, I'd say maybe play it uh, a few hours and just. I owe it to myself because I it's like to it, do it, the yeah. concept is interesting, but it doesn't go beyond that concept. And, uh, like, at least that author is interesting, so I'd say yeah. play it, For me just to see what he out. wanted to do. It feels like they released a game that was cancelled, basically. Yeah. It's like Ooh. Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> okay. I feel like there's, there's, there's no growth, there's, like, there's mm-hmm. a punch at the end, that's it. Like, okay. Um, is it worth yeah. the punch? No, mm. uh, I I stopped and I just watched it online. <laughs> <laughs> you were done. Like, like the, the gameplay was not fun. fun. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. nothing to keep me there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I'm someone who really loves his world, his universe. Like I I feel mm-hmm. like it's all interconnected, and um, I would love more stories in there. So that's why I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this. But that's purely why I was enjoying it. Like the the movements of the kid are, is really like it's really cool. It's beautiful. But yeah, there's no. It's it's a puzzle game with no puzzles. Mm, okay. It's like oh, open this door over there. How do I open that door? Just go to the other area you haven't been to. Ah, oh, there's a switch there, and it doesn't go beyond that. So, it's a, it's not a good game, but it's looks pretty. Yeah, I guess it's trying more to convey the experience of like domesticating a beast. Yeah, but you as you, you solve puzzles. But I did that in like two hours. Yeah. Okay. So the the gameplay was like an afterthought. The whole the whole uh, production it, value is on like uh, the design of the character and how yeah. they interact with each other, right? So I, I I'm aware of some of the, the the story behind the making of that game, and I know that it was like remade uh, quickly. Mm-hmm. So I Oof. think basically it wasn't done, yeah. um, and like they, they 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 didn't release it on PS3, and then they 
they tried to just push it out I know that well everyone knows that the director left during and built his own company mm -hmm. and he was kind of an advisor at the end so I'm sure that like Sony just like threw that game out of the door as fast as possible Oh, it sure sounds like it. And uh, I don't know what he's coming up with next. It, it'll be interesting if it's in the same universe, if he still has the rights. I don't know how that works. But yeah, I, it's just like, don't play the old games that you, you wanted to play. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I also tried Doom and mm -hmm. um, yeah, Doom 2016? Solid, solid gameplay. Yeah. Uh, but like... Doesn't it grasp the sort of... A brutal air airheadedness of the original Doom, just like go and kill. There's demons in front of you. Destroy, yeah. destroy. Yeah, but I'm kind of exhausted of that. Like, and I know it's just a mood. Maybe like, like I played it at the wrong time. Basically, I went, oh, it's the end of the year. I really need to get as many games out as possible, and that wasn't the mo best moment to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> Big um, needed something a little may more cerebral. Maybe, yeah, or like I. Maybe if I had like a job I hated and I just needed to like destroy <laughs> people. Yeah, it's 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 I really would, just arcadey uh, like jump around, shoot everything, it's like arena after arena of just yeah. In metal. the in the end, I, uh, <laughs> blood, I, carnage. I also went through. Uh, I I'm gonna I don't know how to say it, but like iconoclasts. Mm -hmm. Um, it came out like a. Two days before Celeste. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's like a Metroidvania, like indie game. So like, if you had to pick, you you would buy Celeste. So, mm. like, I completely forgot about it, and I keep seeing like Twitter, like saying, "Oh, it's a sleeper hit. It's a sleeper hit. It's kind of just a sleeper." Like, oh, <laughs> I, I, sleeper I saw I saw hit. the pixel art for it, and I was like, "It's beautiful. That's a pretty game. It's a pretty game." Um, and that's that's the world thoughts, is interesting. So. Like. I know there were a bunch of quirky uh, PS1 games like that, that had like a Mega Man X aesthetic. Oh, okay. Like uh, there was like Silhouette Mirage. I don't know if you know that game. Mm -hmm. uh, There's a bunch of Japanese-ish games, and I feel like that like from from PS1 that were like still 2D games, mm -hmm. and that kind of captures that. But it's it's not like one of the great ones. Like it still just plays Symphony of the Night. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see. You know? So, or Hollow Knight? Yeah, Hollow Knight is to me more of an evolution of that genre. Okay. Like, okay. I think ev Hollow Knight took it somewhere else. Okay. And it's an extension. Yeah, it, it's a, like the, this game feels like it could, Iconoclast feels like it could have come out in 98. Okay. okay. And be one of the games that you enjoyed at the time. Okay. But I don't think would have lasted. Yeah, it, it, it would have the same power that. Yeah, Hollow maybe it, it would have yeah. had a fan base and like people remember it fondly, but it's not that great. Mm -hmm. So like I, I couldn't finish it either. I played also ten hours or so. Mm. Um, but maybe maybe it's just the first project of a development team. That's I think it's be like incredible a, in the yeah. Future. I, I think it's just a couple of people, maybe even only one person. I know that it was like in mm. development for years and years, and it's a wonderful like game, uh, like uh, achievement mm -hmm. to make that game. Like it's it it feels like it feels like a like ninety eight game, like two D Metroidvania stuff. But there's a the thing is with the switch recently like the, the last two years like metroidvanias are like a plenty and oh yeah like why would you choose everywhere. this one over again the it's others. a game that i played too late and just mm -hmm. maybe when it came out it was like nice to play before i played hollow knight i would have loved <laughs> it or something yeah yeah 
If only uh, it would have came out before Hollow Knight, maybe maybe but, no, it would have had attention. Yeah, it, it didn't because it didn't. Yeah, yeah but, Hollow Knight came out. Uh, then, then like I ended up, uh, the thing I did enjoy and I'm enjoying right now is uh, Monster Night. Uh, Monster Night, Monster Boy. Uh, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really good. Okay, and, cool. And uh, um, like the arguments I had against Iconoclast a few seconds ago could apply <laughs> to Monster Boy. It feels like a game from the the NES era, but like, does it really well? Okay, <laughs> it's just fun. Like, um, okay. it's another Metroidvania. It's uh, it's kind of like a homage to Wonder Boy. Okay. So the the guy who worked on Wonder Boy, um, on all like six or seven Wonder Boy games, is uh, is not part of the team who created this game, but he he supervised, I think. Okay. And uh, yeah, they just named it something else so that it doesn't fall in the franchise, but it's clearly just like a new a new Wonder Boy game. Oh, excellent. Yeah, and the the art style is like anime ish. Uh, the game has like a once I booted the game, it had like an eighties. Uh, 90s, more like 90s, like shitty English anime intro. Oh, yes, okay, okay, like, like with double bass drums and shit. <laughs> yeah, I want to be yeah, the exactly. very best yeah. monster boy that ever was. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, yeah, it, and it, it nailed that and it made me laugh. And uh, when I went into the settings of the game, you could choose the Japanese opening. And I put the Japanese opening on and rebooted the game. And it's a 90s Japanese anime opening. Shala. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's like... Yeah. Monster Boy. Yeah. And it's like... Super, it's, it's, <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Sparking. <laughs> so it's kind of like a relic of the 90s. Okay. Uh, and, uh, but like homage style. Okay. And even the, the gameplay. And basically, if you have never played one of these games... You, you play as a normal knight who eventually uh, takes form of various mon- monsters, depending on which you're playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one does it again and nicely, and uh, the animations are spot on. Like It feels like I'm playing uh, a movie. Okay, an uh, animated uh, movie? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, um, just, I'm just curious, like what type of game is it? Is it like a platformer? It, or it was it like originally, it's, it's kind of or? like... Uh, an old Metroid platformer. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah like, even though said. it doesn't yeah. have that style, like, the visual style. Mm-hmm. It, or, like, early Castlevanias. Like, mm. it, it, it has, like, elements of you going back now, obviously, because mm. that's, like, part of the genre. Yeah, but I don't, think, I, I, I don't yeah. think it did in the past. I think it was really linear. Like The, the original Castlevanias were linear. They were levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think Wonder Boy was also linear, but... Like, I've only played Wonder Boy 3, which also lets you go back to mm-hmm. places a bit. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's that type of game. Um, yeah. I think I'm mistaken. Castlevania 2, you could go back and forth. You could, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so it's, so it's kind of yeah. that, that type of uh, Metroidvania. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. And... Where can you get that game? Like, is it on all platforms? Is it? Like- it's on PS4 and on Switch. I bought it on Switch because uh, I was looking for a game to to play in my bed, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like or like yeah. just just something you can casually pick up while uh, your partner's doing something else. And um, yeah, it, it also has yeah that, that thing I forgot is it, it has really amazing music. They took oh. a bunch of different uh, composers from various old games. 
And there's a, I think it's Michiru Yamane or Yamane Michiru from uh, Castlevania. So there's like, oh. there's like a track that sounds like Castlevania. There's a track that sounds like uh, Goemon or something. Like, okay. yeah. So. Oh, we don't see much of Goemon nowadays. But. Yeah, I wish that that came back. <laughs> I really like Goemon. But yeah, mm. it's a really fun game. I think it's it's pretty long. It's like 15 to 17 hours long, um, and it's mm, very quirky fun. and funny. Yeah, I de definitely recommend it so far. I I haven't finished it, so maybe it'll be like all the other games where I drop off. So if you had to pick and choose between Iconoclasts and oh, it's Monster, Monster Boy, Boy, yeah, Monster, Monster Boy, Boy takes right away because yeah. it it just has it has its own feel. Like Iconoclasts is beautiful sprite game, but it's just like a, every other game looks like it kind of. Okay, remind me to try it after the. Yeah, I can lend it to yeah. you. So uh, this is going to be the last uh, podcast before this year ends. Yep. Uh, in so, a couple hours. Yeah, <laughs> in a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. So uh, what are you guys looking forward to in, in, in 2019? I mean, I've got a list of upcoming games that, that announced their dates, of course. Yep. And uh, I, I want to go through them. Mm -hmm. um, you're... We're going to see another great year in gaming, just yeah. with those titles alone. I mean, uh, most major ones don't have an announced date, honestly. So let's see what's coming up really soon. Um, all right, I see that uh, in January there's going to be there's going to be new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely getting that. Um, I I didn't have a Wii U. I didn't have a 3DS. I haven't played any of the recent Mario games other than Odyssey. Like, I played Sunshine and then I played Odyssey. Like, I didn't play anything oh, in between. Oh, that's a huge gap. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I hear that, like, the the level designs like just became better and better. And uh, there, was the, there, was a, there was a new director that played, that worked on all the, the those 3D games in between. Yeah. And it just improved upon improved. And... Uh, I really I'm looking forward to trying that uh, that one out and it's actually two games in there it's like Luigi U is also in there which mm -hmm. was like the hard mode of the previous one well actually different levels so it's like having Mario and Lost Levels at the yeah. same time yeah. oh so, yeah it's so, a bundle yeah. and it comes with like two two different two new characters or one new character like uh, Peachette mm -hmm. oh yeah they yeah, actually they yeah. actually feel different yeah uh, it looks really fun I remember oh. I did play another uh, 3D that, Mario. That game is co-op too. Yeah, it's co-op, but not in like a, not in a <laughs> Mario. <laughs> You're looking at me because I, know, you know, I'm gonna kill everyone on the stage. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, so, so it's not co-op so in the sense that you throw games. people in holes and like win. It's like actually co-op. Like, yeah, it doesn't have that Mario Kart feel of like you're you're gonna hate the people you're playing co-op with, mm -hmm. like um, a new Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, that, well, I think, <laughs> I, think I played crazy. I played that with you guys and like I remember, <laughs> I remember people being angry at me by the end. Yeah. I think that's part of the fun, but um, this know, one, not this everybody's one looks, a masochist. Looks so. just more like a, <laughs> what I saw from it reminded me of Super Mario World, and uh, okay. that was my favorite Mario until Odyssey. Like the so. third person who told me that this week. Yeah? yeah. What? That is Super Mario World? I think it's Destiny. <laughs> that Super <laughs> Mario World is everybody's like favorite Mario? Well, I, for, I forgot about uh, a thing I played uh, in the last two weeks. I, yeah. um, I started playing Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. Because I, I'd never played it 
and um, oh, it's really good. It's, it's really varied and really fun. Hard. And there's so many yeah. power ups and. But uh, so far, I still prefer World. Like, yeah. Okay. I need, I need to. But I'm not too far into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm reading the Super Mario Brothers 3 book at the same time. Oh, I need to check my personal biases because 3 is my favorite 2D I Mario. I think it's a nostalgia thing, honestly. It might be. I, I wouldn't put it past me that it might just be my nostalgia. But, but, but also world yeah. for me, like being better in my head, it's because that was my first Super NES but game. But it might be the better game. Yeah. Or subjectively Maybe. the better yeah. game. Well, yeah. well, hopefully it's the deluxe game is going to be the better game because <laughs> yeah. I'm buying it. <laughs> Where did you get uh, Mario Bros. Three? Like, did you uh, rebuy it on the Switch? Uh, it's free on this. Well, free. It's a. Uh, it's worth their online system. Oh, they, they release like three games a month. I think the one that the the the, the Nintendo Network has yeah. actually has extra levels because I think the one that they imported are with the mm. 20 extra levels that they had on the GBA e-reader card thing. That was a complete failure. Okay. Remember, you used <laughs> to slide cards in a little no. peripheral yeah. that you had to... You, you gained extra oh. levels in that game. <laughs> and Super Mario Brothers, I think, uh, uh, GBA for Deluxe or whatever. And they added it in. In the in the Nintendo emulators. Okay, it's yeah. interesting because uh, yeah. I'm playing it on the Super Famicom version, and like uh, it was made for cathodic televisions. Yeah, and like you kind of see like the color fuck up on the <laughs> on right the side edge of the screen. Yeah, yeah. constantly, and it, okay. it's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that new Mario. It's not new. A lot of people have played those Wii U mm-hmm. games, but also. How many people yeah. owned Wii U's? Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I'm really happy they're re-releasing old Wii U games. I hope they release. I have no problem whatsoever yeah, that Nintendo erases the, the the history of the Wii U well, altogether. They, they, I wouldn't even say erase, just redeem it. Yes, Because I feel that console had great games, but well, that's the thing. that like, console they was flawed. Donkey Kong Country. Uh, Tropical Freeze. Yeah. They re-released it on the Switch, and it's like I think it's the best Donkey Kong Country game. Yeah, a lot of people like have been by far. That, yeah. So, like, yeah, there there were good games on the Wii U, and Spe- we speaking all of did, which, yeah. Speaking of which, re-release on the on, on the Switch that would be a game changer that would erase the Wii U, Super Mario Maker. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. It's gonna be that's something I didn't play. It's gonna either. happen. Like, that like, one and uh, Wonderful One Hundred One. From, oh yeah, uh, Platinum Games. I think like that. If yeah, these yeah. games come out on the Switch, there would be no reason for anyone to keep their Wii U. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, the Metroid Prime trilogy. Apparently, mm-hmm. that came out on the Wii U. I had no idea, and uh, I know that four is coming on the Switch. And those are games I I, I looked at but never played. Mm-hmm. I got a GameCube really late, so all I played was. Uh, I replayed Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, <laughs> and I played Wind Waker and The Essentials. Probably Resident Evil Sunshine. 4. Yeah, Resident Evil Four yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, but that's it. Like I, I didn't have like a lot of money at the time anyway, so that, yeah. that's all I played. And um, yeah, like Metroid Prime apparently very popular. So if they really the three games, three Metroid games, like the first Metroid games in twenty years or whatever, like yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. There's room for uh, I feel like they have releases, to. yeah, especially on the Switch. So still coming out in January, um, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. Well, that's another game I haven't played that I'm looking forward to. 
I have played Vesperia. Yeah. And I love Vesperia. I am a Tales of Nut. Mm-hmm. I have played almost all of them. Mm. Almost finished all of the, the ones that I played. I adore Tales of. It's it's a system yeah. that uh, that's that keeps being remade and remastered and they experiment a little, but really what I love is how the characters interact with each other yep. and how they build with time. It's it's character progression. That's mm-hmm. what I'm interested in while playing those games. While the some of the systems, some of the tales, the systems are really shitty. Like the original tales of, of Fantasia, you get stuck in a corner easily or you get pincered attacked and you oh, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there are some that nail it, like Tales of Graces, which is the best best fucking JRPG yeah. action RPG than uh, system Vesperia better than Vesperia oh. better than, than Symphonia better than Abyss better than uh, Zestaria and oh. Berseria too but as someone who's never played a Tales of game it's a great intro it's yeah, a great cause, intro because I, I mean, it looks really beautiful and I hear there's new content as well yes there's two extra characters which means mm. there's that many more character interactions because they they they're they, not silent characters. yeah exactly yeah. they it's as if they've been already there since the beginning so mm-hmm. they interact with all the other what eight eight characters plus the two wow. that makes it 10 so they have their own cutscenes and you so know you, how tales is, is it, it's no, like 10 hours never of cutscenes yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah but uh, it, it, is it voiced it's, yeah. it's totally voiced so did they like get they, the old voice actors back for like this new game as a matter of fact yes huh that's interesting because it's pretty old right it is pretty old but it, Troy it, Baker it, is in the main cast it, uh, it you know how off. motivated he <laughs> I think is it was the first Tales game of the like 360 PS3 era if I remember probably right? yeah. That, yeah. that would explain why I never but I remember was, yeah Vesperia has like a strong following and the Tales of games are generally like quality Mm. Like that's that's one of the things I, I, I like about those games. I feel like they're re- always really well made. Like I've never really had any experiences where I'm like, man, this is bugged out, or I've had like frustrations with a battle or something that was unclear in its game design. And it just and it's it's wholesome. It has like the characters and great stories, and it just feels like a really good season of like a fantasy anime. It, it and it can get dark. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it like seems a all good fantasy anime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it really... Like, Vesperia, uh, Vesperia, the reason why it's my favorite Tales, because I'll state it straight out, it's, mm-hmm. it's my favorite, even if the... Yeah, so Vesperia is your favorite. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I care about every single fucking character. Mm. Like, um. they successfully sold to... Except the dog. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Come on, man. he's a dog. Come on. Dogs are better than human beings most oh. of the time, right? Yeah, Iggy, oh. man. Stardust Crusaders. I meant well, like actual dogs. Oh, yeah. okay. Yes, they are better than most <laughs> most people. But <laughs> I digress. Yeah. Um, in Vesperia, like really, the, 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 I really rooted for the people and the main character. The main character isn't a teenage uh, prodigy protagonist kind of Mary Sue kind of character. He's really fucking badass. This is one of the main characters that I love the most in any game, not just JRPGs. This guy, Yuri, he's the best. And he's <laughs> he 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 fucking rocks. He's so cool. He doesn't take credit for anything either. He's he just does everything himself all the time. He's he's an anti-hero. And there's, you know, the lawful good hero that's his best friend, 
that that tries to go like, oh, you have to follow the law, and then he's like, uh, no. That reminds me of like Jojo, uh, like the third arc. Yeah, so Stardust Crusaders. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Jotaro. Yeah, just like, yeah, kind of quiet. Like the coolest guy, but he's yeah. yeah. You know, cool protagonists and like hot protagonists, like hot blooded protagonists, but like he's just cool and quiet and he's when, do everything. Yeah, yeah, when shit needs to be done, he's just there and mm-hmm. he makes it look easy. Oh, it's true. Yes, he <laughs> makes it look easy. He yeah. looks relaxed all the time. He's never stressed. Yeah. He casually like uh he casually flirts with some of the the female party members and everything. Um he does he does the dirty work okay. secretly. Yeah. You'll see. Okay. Uh, if if you haven't seen, uh, I won't spoil yeah, anything. Yeah, don't spoil anything. <laughs> oh, I, I won't spoil anything, but he's really, really super cool. And uh, there's something that happens in the middle of the game that that divides the the opinions of the party member, and they they do it perfectly. Mm. They they have a nice mature conversation about what went on and everything. Cool. It's great. I love it. Well, that's 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 the thing. The Tales game. I remember from like of. Tales of games, like, uh, they have good character relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, better than most JRPGs that mm. I can remember, is that they have, like, those discussions, and even, like, the small the small talk moments. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, we tried that sandwich. How was it? Like, oh, it was awful. What do you mean? Uh, it was awful. I loved it. And then, they, like, there's, there's always, like, the intersperse character moments within the game or just as you're going through the world map just to break the monotony of just the JRPG formula. Yeah, exactly. And, That's and what I love about is it. That, is it's that optional cup scenes. They're is, optional. Is it something that like you have to go in a menu and like... Oh, no, you just have to uh, press back. It's, it's uh, FF9. Okay. The Cause, same cause thing. You, know, you like press uh, like the select button and then just bloop. You'll get like a oh okay because Dragon Quest kind of does it, but you need yeah. to go into like a menu to talk to your party all the time. Mm-hmm. So and I you keep need forgetting to think about you, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It yeah, that, should yeah. feel seamless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you're gonna like the game if only if you care about the characters. If yeah. if you start and see the characters and you're like I won't give a fuck about them, <laughs> you I don't know if you'll finish the game, but yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you'll find that Yuri is a cool badass. Yeah, He's I'm, hot too. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, it's just it's another long RPG. Like I, I'm thinking about picking it up maybe after Dragon Quest, which mm-hmm. never ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a it's a big game. Yeah, it's a big game. Uh, but yeah, Dragon Quest. That's that's one of the things I should finish in 2019. Yeah, me too. I, I hope <laughs> to finish it like earlier in the year. Yeah. Later on in January, there's going to be a, a PS4 uh, port of uh, Yakuza 4? Uh, well, that's uh, in Japan. Japan. Yeah, in Japan, Japan yeah. only? Yeah. So, well, I don't know when they're coming out here, but like 3 HD didn't come out here yet. Mm-hmm. So I know that because... Uh, 3 HD came out in Japan. Because 3, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because 3, 4, 5 are too vast uh, games, they're not making Kiwami versions of them. Mm-hmm. So they're releasing, and also they're they were on PS3, not on PS2, so they don't look horrible. Yeah, and they're still playable. Yeah, uh, that's arguable with the new engine that like yeah. blows them away. But still, yeah, they're releasing HD versions of three, four, five for because so many people came in with zero. Mm-hmm. They've played zero, Kiwami, and Kiwami two, and like they don't know about three, four, five. Three is kind of like Me. the lower point. <laughs> yeah. Me. So for one and two, they actually had like three writers, and one of them was a, a renowned uh, 
Yakuza like type novelist. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. It's uh, Hase-san. I forget his first name. Um, That's why so, it has a different tone. Yeah. So mm. once three uh, happened, it was this one main writer until the end. And for three, he 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 kind of needed help. I find like the mm. the story is going a bit everywhere. Uh, but once you, like if you go through three, like four, five, six are just amazing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I kind of like three. Three has that thing where uh, it starts in an orphanage in Okinawa, uh, like, and I, I really like that aspect of it. Like, but yeah, yeah anyway, like uh, four's coming out in Japan. I don't know when three's coming here. Well, we'll see. But you can and already play it on PS3. On PS3, it's still a, but yeah, nobody it has really one true. anymore. So yeah, I still have mine because that's one of the things I want to do for 2019. That was like <laughs> clear your PS3 backlog. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> to be able to disconnect the console for once. Uh, no, <laughs> I might not even turn it on actually. But it's just um, going through the Yakuza games because just from our last uh, episode. How you guys really sold me on Yakuza Six, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking I should uh, make it uh, a responsibility to just go over the Yakuza series and. It was see, my second yeah. uh, Metal Gear for me. Like, yes, uh, as a series. Yeah, like okay. uh, Ooh, that's for, a bold for, formative uh, experience. Okay. Was to play like uh, after Metal Gear stuff. I started playing Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it was during Metal Gear actually, and it like I loved every one of them. Even the three, even though it's the low point, but like, um, it's it's just it gets so good, and it's it's that thing where like you've been playing the same character for six games, mm. uh, obviously it, like you'll you'll get attached. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way unless you stop playing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's such a good character anyway. Yeah. He my boy. Oh yeah, and he he won't be in the next ones. So like they've they've really like six is the end of this character's saga. We're going somewhere else, and um, good timing yeah. for their new uh, project. Then, yeah, Judgment Eyes. I think it was released in Japan. Like it came yeah, out. Not uh, too long yeah, yeah, it just came Ooh. out in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Did you see reviews? No, I, I I didn't look at reviews. I didn't look at anything because I totally because a do bunch that. of so the Yakuza community uh, plays the Japanese games. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to look at it as little as possible until mm-hmm. like next summer because people are already finishing the game. Uh, you don't want to get spoiled. No, because it's like a it's 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 a who done it this time. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yeah, this, so like, oh boy, it can be just, spoiled pretty easily. Yeah. yeah, just reading one wrong post and it just yeah, ruins exactly. the whole thing. God. So unfortunately, it's something I have to wait in, until like uh, like for six months. I'm gonna go on Google and and, and, and translate spoiler free <laughs> Japanese. Yeah, Snape killed Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the Shit. thing. That's, that's <laughs> probably what will happen if you look it up. So yeah. yeah, just just after Yakuza Four that's coming out on PS4 in Japan, there's gonna be Y2K, a postmodern RPG. Now I heard about Y2K originally because of the kind of funny uh, game cast, yeah. uh, uh, game um, showcase. showcase. Yes, mm. showcase. And I'm buying it day one. I want to encourage this. This uh, the, I only saw the trailer, right? And yeah. I didn't play the uh, itch.io demo yet. But I am convinced. I don't even need to play the game. Just the trailer alone. Well, I'm impressed. It's a nice Earthbound slash um, Undertale homage with 
really unique, well, colorful, I, well, and diverse I, I, characters. I, I, would, I wouldn't say Undertale. Like, uh, I feel like Undertale is too new to call it an Undertale homage. I think it's really? still doing its own thing. Uh, to me, it's more like, a, as you said, Earthbound, maybe Lufia. Like, yeah, I think the Kickstarter like for that game came out before Undertale was released. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's oh, been a, it's, it's been, been it's works been, yeah, for a long time. For a while. The thing is that like it's done by two or three people. Like there's, it's two brothers that work on the game, um, the Allenson brothers, and uh, I think there's one other designer, and then they probably get help, kind of mm-hmm. like with Undertale. Hired help, to, like, yeah. yeah. So, um, but but it. To me, it looks more like a PS1 RPG done much better, mm. or like a Sega and Saturn. F- SNES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I don't want to compare it to Undertale. I feel like Undertale is being used as like a, the Dark Souls of something. Yeah, <laughs> like Undertale did something really good. People shouldn't use it as a benchmark of quirkiness. Like, it's uh, it, it. It's yeah, yeah. But people are gonna use Undertale in the I know. future, I guess. <laughs> I know. Because yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, it, it's. But grown. yeah, I think it predates yeah. maybe, or I'm not sure. As you said, like, I'm pretty at, sure at the Kickstarter it predates Undertale's release. Yeah, maybe they, not Undertale's they Kickstarter. To, so they had to stop working on the game because uh, uh, there was uh, someone someone passed in their family, oh. and uh, they 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 took a break. So it's been uh, in the works for a while, mm-hmm. and when they came back to it, they wanted to like change. The, the story make it a bit more positive and stuff mm. and well, like I, I think you. that's where the earthbound stuff comes well, in. might come in yeah but uh yeah it's people who liked old rpgs definitely yeah and i think that's where it comes from yeah i'm getting good vibes from that game in general like definitely the earthbound earthbound vibes but you know i'll judge it on its own merits when it comes out in two weeks Yep. And I'm yeah. pretty sure we'll have a lot to say about it because I'm I'm convinced that we'll all get yeah we're all getting it we're all on. getting that game and That's we're right. all gonna we're all gonna play it on our own and uh, I'm looking forward to just whatever that experience is gonna be Y2K and barely like one day after <laughs> yeah Travis strikes again no more yeah. heroes yeah so that game is is getting bashed on the internet right now. Because it doesn't look like No More Heroes 2 and 1. Yeah, it's crime is not being a sequel. Or yeah. An, uh, yeah. What, it isn't cell shading and kind of... It's mini games. You know how like the, the No More Heroes games oh. had like... You had the, 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 the action, character action segments, and then you had mini games where you had to do like stupid ass jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like get money to get your next hit. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> actually, actually, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's not what the game is. Yeah. It, 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 uh, they they had difficulty present presenting that game to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a button masher. Of, what really? Uh, and you go through various mini games, but yeah. you're still doing the same thing okay. in those mini games, you know, which is just like waving your your sword around. Okay. It's a so the thing is like Grasshopper hasn't been doing great, no. and like. Uh, They've like monetarily because their yeah. games are good. Uh, well, so let so people it die. is it let it die. It's really fun. Okay, but, but it's like uh, is it profitable? <laughs> I think it's really popular in Japan. Okay, and uh, it has a fan base that's still playing it. It's mm-hmm. it's roguelike again. Uh, they're very it's popular free right now. PS4. It's it's a free game. Yeah, and they they keep updating it, so I'm mm-hmm. sure it's doing well. But the thing is, like uh, Grasshopper has a like I think it was. 
from Shadow of the Damned hasn't had a like a hit. So oh and, wow, and that's like that's a throwback. Yeah, so th- <laughs> under Jeez. the radar, just so here it is, like, it's gone. <laughs> and the problem with the, the the No More Heroes game, which looks fun, honestly, if you if you, and that sucks. It's if you lower your expectations. If you go like these guys are making a lower budget game, it looks great. Uh, I'm gonna be buying it because I'm. It looks fun. It doesn't look like a triple A or. Double A. It looks like a indie game, yeah, uh, with a cast that I'm gonna enjoy. But I, every interview, people like misunderstood. Uh, the the first thing people misunderstood is uh, uh, Suda Fifty One Goichi. Yeah, uh, said he wanted to uh, cooperate with a bunch of indie uh, developers that he loved mm-hmm. for the game, and he also presented the game as like there's five uh, five indie games in there, like five mini games that you go through, like universes. So people expected like five completely different uh, mini games that are based on like Shovel Knight and things oh. like that. And instead what you're getting is five worlds in mm. the same game that oh, plays the exact same way. Okay. And uh, it's not, it's worlds that are based on no indie game. It's like uh, he made his own version of like five indie games and his collaboration with indie developers is Travis is going to have different t-shirts of games <laughs> that like. so that, that's that's oh. that's on point that's yeah and that's like that's really that's cool on point yeah but like everybody thought oh it's going to be this big like mashup of indie games that we all love and like it's going to be hyper like drifter shovel knight so like expectations were way yeah, high but they high. weren't thinking about the fact that grasshopper has been making mobile games has been making like uh, low budget games for a while mm-hmm. and then when people started asking uh, about things like well what about no more heroes 3 this clearly isn't called 3 on purpose like what are you doing and he's been saying things like well if this game does well then we can talk about no more heroes 3 Oh, which really? is which You're is writing on that? That's fair. That's, 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 the, that's the economic that's the reality. That's yeah, the industry. That's, that's, yeah. But everybody's saying like, oh, I'm not buying like a lesser game to finance the game that I want. It's kind yeah. of a cheap move. But like the same time, if they're not releasing that game, that company is probably just going to disappear, you know? Yeah, I don't, like, that's f- the I game don't feel they, like they he's holding make. No More Heroes 3 hostage. Nah. It's probably like 15 or 20 people on, yeah. on this game. Yeah. Like, it's a small studio, and we love, like, uh, his kind of, like, universe. Yeah, I feel like if, if let's say, No More Heroes 3 was a, was a Kickstarter, for example, this would have been, like, um, a stretch goal. Extra game. You know how, like, Bloodstained had its own, like, 8-bit... Yeah, Bloodstained's not out yet. <laughs> yeah, but that's the yeah. thing. But they had, like, Bloodstained had its 8-bit, like, uh, small game yeah, uh, yeah. inspired by the game fun. that is going to come out. Yeah, it and it it's like a prequel to the game that's going to come out. And it plays, like, Castlevania 3. Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's a Castlevania 3 clone, but well done. And in that universe. And yeah. that No More Heroes game could be a little bit, like that but might also lead to a no more so, Heroes so 3 story on wise its, on its sales. Uh, story yeah. wise he wants to basically link it to no more heroes 3 okay like because he want he doesn't want to just do an, the same game he wants tr- travis to grow and stuff mm-hmm. so i don't know uh i i it looks like a two-player game too like uh, he basically wanted to mm-hmm. make a game with when he saw the switch he had the idea for that game he, he saw that there's like uh Two, two controllers from the get-go. So it's a game to play two-player. It's like a co-op beat-em-up stuff. Okay, so 
that's how I'm gonna play it for sure. Like I, I'm gonna buy it and we can have fun. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try. I, it with I feel you. like I like a single player it. experience. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like super fun. Yeah, I might play. Sounds it like the type yeah. of thing that would be fun if, if it's someone also, else would be witnessing what would be going on. Yeah, it's also not a full price game, so yeah, yeah, oh, good. That's, that's that, yeah, of course, it even better. Sense, but I just love the No More Heroes series in general. I think it was so weird, and I loved the one on the Wii. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't I know more Heroes on the Wii, 3, and... but I'm also like, Suda Fifty One isn't a bad director. Isn't. It? Isn't yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. making a yeah. sure making sure like I said, isn't a bad director. So whatever idea he has in mind, and it's cool to see like a major director being inspired by indie games and kind of giving like indie games like a a shout out using one of his most beloved franchise. I lo- well, it's like AAA games have advanced to the point of Red Dead Redemption Two, right? Mm-hmm. And God of War, and clearly No More Heroes can't compete against that like it has its own niche mm-hmm. and on the Wii like it was a really huge game right it was really beautiful yeah, was, for yeah. the time but I don't think that studio has evolved beyond Wii era like because it it would just need to triple who they are like it's it's kind of like an indie studio now yeah in, yeah so in size as well and in like how much money they can move around so like, I'm all for a new version of his stuff Like it started as a as a visual novel uh, company, mm-hmm. and um, like it's kind of stayed yeah, there. The it just got case, really yeah. lucky with No More Heroes, and then it got like Shadow of the Damned and uh, other games. I forget it got the, deals the, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we're getting back to what that studio is, and I guess because of the hype of No More Heroes, the earlier ones, people have different expectations in the West. Yeah. But everyone knows what Grasshopper is. It's a grassroots, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, and I just I just love the idea of having, like, a major director going on to make, like, smaller, more concise games in an indie format. It's like a zine, zi- like the, 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 the zine, zine book. Yeah, yeah like uh, Anna Entropy, like uh, Rise of the Video Game Zinester, where it's like, what if... Yeah, what if like uh, you just someone make games for for that you want to make, and it's just like yeah, regardless of industry standards. And what if you it. take someone like Kojima and you told him like you make eight bit style game again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what would that game be? Because like, like he would he still make it cinematic in a certain way? Like, I, I'd love to see that. Like, like Ninja Gaiden, or <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Like, it it'd be interesting to see just like author directors challenging themselves like a game you could only find at drawn in quarterly instead of yeah yeah Yeah, that'd be nice and I think we're going there yeah yeah. what if uh, Ken Levine made a game on itch.io oh that would be nice I I would try it because I love that art style I I bought the Bioshock Infinite uh, art book because of him yeah Uh, so you're gonna have to, to to shell out more cash because well, there's also Resident Evil 2 yep. that's coming out in January, mm-hmm. uh, the remake. Yeah. Now, did you see the trailer with Ada Wong's ass? <laughs> Holy fuck! What is, is, is that the name of the trailer? Oh, <laughs> it might as well be because okay. oh my fucking god! Resident Evil that 2 ass. Ada's Buns Edition. Yes, very buns, much like. <laughs> I might even just buy Wait. it just for those buns. 
<laughs> I, I feel like Ada was always put as like that thing. Yeah, it's like objectification. Objectified? Yeah, like 100%. I am shameless. Femme fatale. Yeah, dragon lady, like everything. Yeah. It's it's everything that's wrong. Like, it's everything <laughs> that's wrong with the industry right yes. now. And you're going to buy it for that reason. Explain yes. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. You played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like... Well, if if it sells, I mean, uh, well, maybe I'll watch it on Twitch instead. Well, investing seventy dollars in Resident Evil Two again <laughs> would would not be preferable. But uh, more seriously, I think uh, it, it looks it looks fantastic. Mm. It looks like the sequel you wanted to Resident Evil Four. Like, oh yeah, honestly, I, I have you guys played Resident Evil Two? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, did? it's it's really bad. It's I know that hard it's hard to play it's retroactively. It's like uh, it, it's trending as the best PS One game on Madness right now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> but it's no it's, yeah. it's so awful. It deserved a remake. It, right? it, what did it win against on Madness? Final Fantasy Nine, right? No, no, it, no. That was Ape no. Escape. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh boy, I well, can't remember. What was it running against? Symphony of the Night. It was running against Symphony of the Night. I How did so. they choose yeah, Resident a... Evil 2 instead of Symphony of the Night? Yeah, Resident Evil 2 is a bad game. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's not as good as 3, uh, even though like the three protagonists... Meh. But like, it's not as good as Veronica, it's not as good as 4, it's not as good as 5, and dare I say, it's not as good as six. Oh, <laughs> shots fired! The setting of it is really interesting, like the city and the zombie thing. But I think it's because people were twelve year olds. Like, it's there were there were really bad games, to be honest. The the the, the What's bad about it? Everything. <laughs> like Explain the, yourself. The, the way that you moved around, like the tank controls, the ancient tank controls before four came along. And you, you really had to you had to shoot zombies sanity. in the head, yeah, but, but you I'm couldn't zoom. Yeah. Like you, you <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. You, you you had to shoot zombies in the head, right? And you couldn't even aim at their heads. It was just like yeah, uh, up and down and up and down it was yeah. weird. Yeah, um, there were two CDs. I'm not really sure why. Like <laughs> scenario A and scenario B. <laughs> yeah, just make a good scenario instead. Uh, like it, it's been a while, so I'd have to replay it to tell you exactly why it was bad. I remember that when I played it, it scared the hell out of me. But I also remember playing Parasite Eve right after, mm-hmm. and like it's a, a, like. Resident Evil is just much better. Yeah, just, Re- Resident Evil style RPG. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the tank control. What's your take yeah. on it? Oh, Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Um, very memorable characters. Uh-huh. Um, but but really, because the Leon you remember is the Leon from Four, or and the Ada's ass you remember is Ada from Four. Like, there's nothing memorable about that game compared that, to Four. Who do you remember? Nemesis or like the Hunter dude? Like, I remember Nemesis pirate. only yeah. because of Marvel vs. Capcom Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who's this bitch? God. <laughs> Stars. All right. Him. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not as bad as like Resident Evil One and Zero, but it's still like oh it, God, it didn't zero. find its footing. I have to be until honest. Three to me. Resident Evil Two aged poorly. Yeah. It really aged Terrible, poorly. Yeah. Well, obviously, that's the 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 thing that'll be mentioned often is, are the tank controls. Yeah. I think that's, of course, at the time it was like. 
you know, 3D was being discovered, it was kind of awful in a certain way. Like, it it can't be played anymore. Like, tank controls don't work. And No, but you can still play Metal Gear Solid. You can still play Symphony of the Nine. You can yeah, still yeah, play Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah, because they, they, figured, they, figured they, so figured, like, they figured out 3D because... Most of Metal Gear well, Solid One was made out. top view. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. it was kind of like half 3D. It was yeah, yeah, that's really, true. Like they kind of they kind of cheated in a certain way. But yeah, but Mario 64 Agreed. came out like. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Mario 64 was ahead of its time. Come on, they didn't. They even figured out 3D for everyone after. else. Like yeah. Mario 64 figured out 3D platforming yeah. for nearly everyone else. Yeah. Um, there was also Jumping Flash on PS1, but mm-hmm. that was like first person platforming. It was really weird, but. Resident Evil 2 in itself (laughs) was probably the most survival horror out of the games because it had the perfect balance between 1 and 3 where you could fight back enough against like any enemy opponent that you had without it feeling like super super hard and you just had to pull out your knife at any opportunity because Resident Evil 1 one of the big criticisms is that it's so hard. Like, yeah. you barely used yeah. your gun, and you were very limited in the, the, the ammunitions you'd get through the game. Yeah, you Risen. save every bullet. Yeah. As like, much, if you would yeah. shoot by accident the wall, you're like, fuck, As I like might you, die. You yeah. missed three <laughs> shots in that game, and that could affect your whole playthrough. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. That was With the Resident typewriters Evil and everything. Yeah, and the yeah. typewriters, and you had to, like, you had a limited number of saves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like, a nice what concept. game, like, yeah, what I game would dare to the do ribbons, that? yeah. Um, but Resident Evil 2 had just that that they figured out the level of difficulty in the game where it's like you're equipped enough but it's still you're always on the edge of feeling like oh shit I shouldn't use this weapon I could switch to that one or else I still don't think it's as great as it's made to be no it's really it's it's, I do feel it's overhyped yeah, that I definitely feel and like it is. Like I remember loving like every other game after better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like three, uh, Veronica on uh, yeah Dreamcast. Code Veronica. Did you try Zero. Zero's pretty cool. I, so Zero is is bad. Oh yeah, it's the one on the train with the animals. Yeah, right? but yeah. I like it. I love the concept of like the train thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was executed very well. I don't really like the switching of the characters. It's a little annoying. They could have done it better. Like, uh, yeah. what's that like, Castlevania on GBA that you sw- switch between Jonathan and uh, uh, Circle of the Moon? So something. Oh, uh, yeah, por- portrait, portrait of ruin. Of ruin. Yes. Portrait of ruin. That's yeah. kind of when they went uh, like the quality went down, right? Oh, but I really liked that. Me too. One, yeah, I enjoyed Have you it. played Revelations too? Revelations, uh, the the one that was, that had that was on 3DS, right? No, no, that's the sequel to that, and it, it had co-op, and it's it was inter- re-released recently, right? I think so, maybe. Yeah. But Revelations two, I yeah, it was re-released. It like- came out in 2015, if I remember right, and it was episodic releases mm-hmm. for no reason because every episode would be released one week after the other. Oh. It got released within a month. Like, it was four or five episodes. And you'd play co-op as Claire from Resident Evil 2 or um, <laughs> uh, Barry from Resident Evil 1. And it was really cool because you could play single player and switch characters. And mm-hmm. it'd have different uses. Like, yeah. uh, you'd have Barry's daughter, Moira. She had, like, um, uh, what's it crowbar. called? A crowbar. And she could, like, unlock objects and stuff like that. And you had to, like, figure out puzzles and combat. 
okay. to co-op. It was a really good game. Like yeah, it was released on Nintendo Switch uh, last year at the end of last year. Cool, yeah. cool. I guess That's... it's Resident Evil Zero as it should have been. Yeah, because it was kind of a chore in Zero. Yeah, they, they, your they, inventory they, space they, was they really disastrous. It. There was remember? the Barry and the little girl, and like when you play Barry, you're like soldier dude. You shoot the guys, and you you can punch, and you have a magnum gun and stuff. And there's a little girl. I think. Alice was her name or something or I can't remember Anya um, and there were she had like special like T-virus powers where basically she could see invisible enemies mm-hmm. and she could tag them for Barry to shoot because he wouldn't see them so as you play Barry you're like what the something's attacking me I can't see it mm-hmm. and as you play the girl you could see the enemy and like one player would have to be the girl and like kind of hide around and point places like put tags <laughs> and then the person who would be playing Barry would have to shoot where the kid is indicating it. There were there were some really cool co-op elements in that game. Um, I don't think they're going to be in the Resident Evil 2 like, remake, but that remake still looks like they've learned from every Resident Evil game they've released since. And the original Resident Evil 2, I have to give it, it has a really good art direction. Yeah, it's like, true. The, the, the character it, designs are, are I feel pretty... like it does for the time, and it created that lore that we all love from Resident Evil. Like, mm-hmm. one didn't really create... Like, two is what we remember. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you say art direction, I, I go back to, like, Metal Gear Solid, and I think, like, there's a mood that's given to everything. Like, everything feels cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the colors are there. I don't think so with Resident Evil 2. Well, it's, again, it's a better game. Metal Gear Solid 1 is just yeah. a better no, game No, but itself. I feel like there's no, there's no, like, like, mood to Resident Evil 2 other than, like, you're, you're, you fear oh, stuff. I'd have to disagree. Yeah. It feels like the abandoned police station really yeah, feels... Yeah, that's really... But abandoned it, and lived in at the same time. Like, you find yeah. traces of history of what happened and, like, at what moment did this part of the town yeah fall i guess i'm just really like, looking forward yeah. to, to playing the remake oh yeah yeah <laughs> like too, i'm just like too. the wow, voice like acting though on resident evil one god and two and two and three and five and yeah and four they just went like comedy yeah they knew like yeah. b movie salazar did you guys play resident evil outbreak it was a ps2 game I, I played it because I had the Final Fantasy XI uh, online component to oh. PlayStation 2. It was an online game for PS2 okay. that like you would you would log in and you'd play as uh, one of four characters. It was like episodic, and the the game would connect you to other players instantly, mm-hmm. and you'd you'd all have like different skills. You're like more Whoa. like normal people. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like. A, I can't I can't really compare it to like Left 4 Dead because Left 4 Dead is like pure action, but it had like that Resident Evil one or two uh, mood, okay, but a bit more realistic. Like it it was it came out when the the first movies came out as well, and you play like there's a police chief, there's like a, a librarian I think, and like a, a nurse, and there's like different attributes, and you're just trying to survive together. It was, was a really cool concept online, that they never yeah. really did again. I think they tried recently and it became like a shooter yeah but yeah. when I think about Resident Evil I mostly think about like you're abandoned in a city yeah but that's what zombies. it felt like but with four but characters with, okay. and I think yeah. like that'd be really interesting to see again hmm. like you you yeah you, like there's zombies everywhere and you, you you're, you're kind of fucked whereas like all the, the zombie games now are just like 
Well, other than Monster Hunter, what else does Capcom? Well, on Street Fighter, what else does Capcom do online? Like, yeah, even Dragon's Dogma isn't online, and it should have been. Mm. Yeah. If I would have known that this would have been out on uh, P- on PS2 online, I mean, I I had I had yeah, the yeah. old PS2 with the hard drive with the Final yeah, Fantasy XI and yeah. everything. That's why I played that. Yeah. And I found that it was a little useless because when I didn't want to play Final Eleven, there was nothing else out, yeah. and I didn't even know about Outbreak. So I would have bought it. There was a Resident Evil game that did that. Yeah, mm. it was it was interesting for its time. That's really cool, yeah. and I. I, I in PS2, I yeah. really wanted to play the the online component of Dirge of Cerberus. You know that Vincent <laughs> Valentine Final Fantasy yeah. VII game. Yeah. It, it what was, was the it was a competitive component? shooter uh, oh. online. I wanted to play it for real, and I was like, "Oh, okay." But it was so bad that they didn't even port it <laughs> in the West when it came out in the West. They just did like mini missions instead. Huh. Yeah, uh, I guess I guess I didn't miss out on much. Yeah. yeah. Seems like what it happened sucks. to like third person shooter online games. Like remember Max Payne 3 had Oh with the slow-mo <laughs> with everyone? <laughs> yeah. Like, Stranglehold had it too. It was, like, it was a mess. Oh yeah, the John Woo game. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really like really the uh, the Max Payne uh, online. online experience. Did you play yeah. it? I've tried like one or two matches and I was like, what's happening? I don't understand. <laughs> It was uh, it was my one of my first online experiences. Uh, well, other than Resident Evil, like uh, where like I had the, the the mic on, okay, and just everybody was calling me a ninja, and uh, I just turned oh. it off. And, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Calling oh, yeah. you a ninja because you were that good. Yes. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> So in February, I'm just going to go through a few uh, quick-fire uh, releases that are coming out. On, on Windows and PS4, there's God Eater 3. Now, I, I loved God Eater 2, and I, I, I play it uh, with my roommate. It's really, really nice arcade Animu-style uh, monster hunter and everything. And this one tries to, go, tries to go for a more serious tone, because 2 was kind of like, yay, anime, friendship kind of vibe. But this one's going to be more like sober and war and everything. It, it seems like it. And I might buy it, depending on how good the multiplayer is, because I very much enjoyed the multiplayer of 2. So so there's multiplayer in those games? Oh yeah, definitely. It's like Monster Hunter. You okay. you, you have your own weapon and you you, you all Monster Hunter beat type, up yeah, this like, one big song. monster. Oh, I was thinking yeah. of Code Vein, maybe. Like the that's Devil more, May Cry. That's, that's the one. Uh, is it? I'm sorry, yeah, guys, but yeah, uh, yeah. Do you think I need to play the other God Eater games to try that one out? Not, not really, honestly. But it's do you like world? the Monster Hunter genre? No. Uh, <laughs> you won't like this game. It's really like okay, an arcadey. This is God Eater is the Fortnite of um, oh, but movies. What, what I don't like the about Monster Fortnite. Hunter is that it's too complicated. So maybe arcadey version of that would be great. Well. I, I guess so because well think of P- PUBG is Monster Hunter and God Eater okay, so is its different. Fortnite. Yeah, okay. okay, I see. I so see. it's it's the uh, more stylish, accessible version of it. Because a few know? years ago, Capcom did that great game called Dragon's Dogma, and yeah. uh, it, it felt it felt like what I want Monster Hunter to be. Like I don't want to like prepare my stuff too much. I want it to be arcadey, mm-hmm. and I want to like cut like. Like just cut off heads from monsters or their tails or whatever, and like do it 
cooperatively, but it was a single player game. So, yeah. Meh. They don't want to spend too much time in menus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not interested in that when it's like I wish I had like yeah, there's like how many buttons on my controller? That's all I want. Like I don't want to scroll to get my trap. Like Oh yeah, that's really annoying. It's true. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's really like That's cuz I'm a filthy casual. Like <laughs> You, a filthy casual, playing Dragon Quest Eleven? How dare you? So, next in February, um, Trials Rising is coming. It's really fun to watch. I- I'm going to watch it on Twitch. I won't buy it. I really like Trials Fusion. It's it's one of those games where you, you're on a two-player, uh, a two-D track, and you try to go through without crashing mm-hmm. your, your motorcycle or your vehicle. And, uh Yeah. Um, well, for, for games that will come out later, um, like I'd really like to discuss them once I've played them, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, sh- like, uh, there's so many games coming out this year. Yeah, honestly, um, like, if I'm just quickly, like, out of my head, if I think about things that I heard that are going to be released, like, 2019. I know we're well, in February, well, yeah, but, like, just, uh, just like... Just the, say in the, general. Yeah, just, like, the, the, the expansion for Civilization VI. <laughs> With the Canadians. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, well, yeah. Canada is going to be part of civilization and civilization six, but mostly, um, it just adds like uh, environmental hazards and uh, victories based on how you manage your environment, and it still remains the good old civilization six formula. More civilizations. They have the Maori. They have the Incas. Oh, I believe wow. that are added to. Oh, that's um, interesting. Hmm. And uh, you can have like diplomatic, like. Uh, self-sustaining environment victories and stuff like that and that's a thing that i huh. felt like was missing wow. from civ because oh, usually really? it's always about like progress and just like oh go to space you know yeah, yeah. uh but this one <laughs> you know be the best at x this one is mostly like oh how can you like in the history of civilizations if you think it's just even like ancient rome like pompeii the the volcano exploded and that was a huge blow like mm. to the uh, mm-hmm. No pun intended, but like it was, <laughs> it was a huge blow to the Roman Empire. To that, like, as an Italian, one day to the next, the volcano exploded and a city is gone. How do you deal? Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Or like, but uh, if you live in an area you, that has like storms, like but how you do you to, translate that to like with multiple sieves? Like that feels like a good single-player experience, kind of like colonization. No, I think yeah. I think it could work out because. You might need elements from another sieve to build the the, the you know the structures mm. to survive in the environment that your sieve is set in, and then. Yeah, but again, when the game's going to be released, we'll know how. I'm well hoping it for an expansion yeah. where eventually you can win by cultural appropriation. Oh, you can already do that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 called the cultural or tourism or victory. Relig- really? Yeah, in Civ Six. Yeah. You're, you're kidding me. No. Yeah, no, it it's it there. is it is there. It's definitely it's there. You haven't played Civ Six, like, no. but it's oh, there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I have to check it out now. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah. It's on Switch now. Because I would only win like cultural or like with spies or yeah, yeah, like it's religion. Victories are yeah. way more varied in, oh, in the latest. Oh, that's really really good. Yeah. Cause like it gets old otherwise. Yeah, you can you just win by You can literally like have an army of archaeologists dig out another civs like 
that that kind of explains why point. like i can now see canada as like a <laughs> <laughs> now it's relevant uh, now it's relevant yeah, yeah okay. because uh, it won't win at war no. it won't win at religion yeah it's <laughs> the you thing can like only it's only win at culture well it's a mm-hmm. well it does like it's a culture of many cultures so like i was like how can canada win in the civ game and yeah like the tourism i guess win yeah well <laughs> you should check out. it out there's a whole system with like cultural victories work very differently from the other games it's not just like borders that expand um but uh cool it's it's something i'm looking forward to i'm i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to uh the dlc characters in smash uh totally yeah. because there's gonna be like 25 i can't wait uh, i go onto forums with predictions and everything and we're like we're like <laughs> <laughs> rubbing your hands together in an evil fashion, just imagining all these different scenarios. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. basically Mugen, like a triple A Mugen, and mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I, I'm waiting for Death Stranding impatiently. Yeah, I think that's going to be out in two years, honestly. <laughs> oh, or maybe, boy, I, I, I don't, don't think know. it's going to yeah. be the next year, honestly. Yeah, unless it's like at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's like a surprise. I don't think that's a game that's going to come out this year. Oh, well, I, I wish. Yeah. I wish. You can hopefully, already buy it at Best yeah. Buy. Yeah. <laughs> you have a little card coming 2019. I'm like, ooh, that's optimistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, all these games that, that Sony has shown, I feel like they're not coming out next year. Or at the end of the year. Yeah, maybe. Uh, who knows? Well, like, just the fact that, like, Sony doesn't really have anything more to show at E3 or something just means that they might just take the time to work on what they already have like it feels like they, yeah. they all look so amazing and beautiful to me they're ps5 games I, I, probably that's probably what they are too or they're gonna be like dual yeah releases like they're gonna be released on ps4 and 5 uh yeah quick things i'm looking forward to again 2019 devil may cry 5 oh yeah oh, oh day one character action at its best yeah mm-hmm. definitely yeah and uh <laughs> Sekiro shadows die twice so I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can answer me. I've looked at a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you have to block. Like usually you would you dodge everything, right? Mm-hmm. In in Dark Souls and Bloodborne, or you would you would dodge Talking an attack, Sekiro? dodge an attack. But with Sekiro, yeah, it looks like you have to block attacks from many directions. Oh, I haven't. I- I haven't spoiled myself on okay. like a lot so, of gameplay or trailers because I'm, I'm, I'm like, this isn't sure buy for me. Yeah. I'll figure it out when it comes out. Because I'm hoping it's not just yeah. a button and you block everything because it, it looked oh, really uh, directional okay. with the sword and with everyone's attacks. Like it really looks like up or left or right and you block from every direction. I was wondering if you just have like... If it, it was they, automated or like yeah. you have to consider it yourself. Because that would be like a, a really nice way to make it more difficult i guess like uh mm-hmm. like in revenge but, but yeah but like the dark souls type games have become kind of too easy for people who've played all four or five mm-hmm. of them uh at least became to me like uh, dark souls 3 kind of felt like routine and i was just going through it and you already knew how bored. to play it you just had to go through but like it, a yeah. new a new like way to fight which isn't necessarily just roll away would be really fantastic oh it would be mm-hmm. yes um, I miss what? Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they haven't topped that with Dark yeah. Souls Three. So, as as a last subject for today, I would like to uh, ask you in general. I mean, with all these games coming up and all your backlog and everything, what if um, what if you had to decide something that would happen in two thousand nineteen in gaming? 
what would you choose? Like, if you chose one thing to happen, mm. game dev one? unions. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's game. a good one. <laughs> game dev unions, unionize. Yeah. Just like a SAGTRA or SAFTRA for, yeah, the, SAG for the voice actors. Yes. Yeah, I think like it, that industry is so big and quite relevant, and like you know the Hollywood or whatever the uh, industry of cinema figured it out. Like they had a whole century to do it, but you can look at what works there and just apply it to games as well and I, I don't think it's going to be a detriment to the industry or to to people who play games or the quality of games because you know yeah. ha- like happy workers will make good things I think it's just it's it's amen yeah <laughs> fucking I, testify god damn it, that's, that's You're, it. you that's, are the voice of the people that's, that's just that's, yes that's what I'm looking forward I think in the UK like they've already yeah. started like organizing uh, like generalized like game dev union that's where unions started though. yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah. also for Finally. games so I'm looking forward to that where it's like you know the people who make the games that we love should deserve as much respect as the games they make yeah, yeah. hallelujah yeah that's, that's, and, and, that's... Uh, and, and it shouldn't <laughs> only apply to indie gaming anymore basically no, just, like uh, yeah. you, you obviously that's where it grows from because mm-hmm. Like, they make games for us, not for, like, well, there's money involved, but I mean, it's like more of a, it's often passion projects, so like, they respect people more. Yeah. But it'd be nice to also see, just like as a different thing to, to see in uh, in the upcoming years, um, kind of like the, the bigger studios also just maybe... Like, obviously, they all they care about is money, so that won't happen. But, like, Ooh. concentrate on, like, a game for a while. Instead of making, like, 15... Like, there, you were saying, like, Assassin's Creed going as game as a service. Mm. Make it sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you have, like, updates coming constantly on a game or whatever, you don't need crunch time. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need... Like, you know that things are coming... So even for AAA, there could be a way for them to like respect their employees a little bit, you know. Honestly, they should have done that for 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 Destiny because Destiny yeah, well, Two is Destiny One, and they they could have just kept it and just changed it and evolved it instead of buying it twice. Yeah. The thing is, you're if you're transparent with your with your buyers, uh, they will follow because yeah. they believe in your franchises, like uh, Diablo Three thing with the 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 store yeah the auction house the auction the house money. And, and all of the updates they did like it was it's transparent okay to back it down was... on bad ideas like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. okay it's that fun was, that uh, was won't hold it against you a lot of games like uh, I think the second Witcher game had DRM and then people didn't like it and yeah. they just removed it yeah and that's it but that's another company that like yeah, uh, like overworks everybody they're in. Yeah, and there's, it's like, there's a problem there's this, with that too. They're very bullshit. consumer like friendly, a, but a really bad work culture. Yeah, yeah. and uh, like I just read the Walt Williams book, and there's this like <laughs> bullshit about crunch in there. Oh it's, yeah, it's because the guy like likes well, to work. He's and a he workaholic. A, yeah, so, and he yeah. he does discuss that he has an issue with it. We're talking about uh, significant zero. Yes, yeah. uh, basically he's saying that like crunch is good if you like what you're doing. No. <laughs> oh, how can you like it that much, though? But that's the thing. He's that he, he also, men- to he your also mentions in the book that he he has like uh, it, like workaholic issues. Okay. So like he, he's still transparent about it. It's like it's pretty good mm-hmm. for that. But like 
there's no way that a game is more important than your health. No. Mental health. Exactly. No. And and me playing it. like Yeah, exactly. My I, enjoyment isn't worth your bad health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I kind of realized it with Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Like reading about how much people had to work on that game to mm. to to get it out yeah. to give me a, like a mediocre cowboy story but like a great game like kind of like fired literally but it's like it, yeah. it's like it's well, not that important deserved. it's it's not <laughs> like Red Dead Redemption Two is not important we will forget it next Rockstar game comes out like probably like, if yeah. you put it that way like hurting everybody on the team. Just to churn out an experience, like clearly it's it's just for the cash, like that's why you're you're overworking everybody. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, just be better humans in general. I agree. Union, unionize is is the way to do it uh, against like corporate power, but it feels like to me, I don't know. There's something about games which I guess there is in cin- there was or there is in cinema where it's like passion projects. And like, there's a way to reconcile that in a different way. Like, and I'm not saying different as in don't unionize. Like, please mm-hmm. unionize. But like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. like, I'm saying like, like the, there can be something from like the the people who lead projects right now are people who love video games mm-hmm. most of the time. Like, if you if you watch any interview about like with the creator of God of War like the newest God of War this guy loves what he's doing Mm -hmm. and like sometimes you can just say well that's that's good enough reason to do overtime but also just what if God of War came out a year later would I be sad no No, I wouldn't considering those graphics yeah it it goes back to having creators work in comfortable environments to be the best they can be we're, at creating but we're being overloaded with games uh we mentioned at the beginning of this episode that we haven't played tomb raider like mm-hmm. that's insane it, it, like just just take your time with your games mm-hmm. uh, it, we we don't need more we don't need them faster we like we're gonna play them if they're good yeah just wanna, i agree i want to have an addendum to what you were saying about like uh uh, game creators in general and the conditions they work in, but I feel like there's an industry attitude where sometimes uh, creators' passion is exploited to their detriment. Well, yeah, to get like the best game out there, and that's what union I'm what sorry, unions are trying like... to protect the, the the people working in games is that they can still have that passion and don't feel like they have to be martyrs to come out with something great yeah and the people the people doing the crunch aren't like the director or the pr- producer either they're like the seventh like uh, developer on it or whatever like the, those are the people like, and like the QA who like quite frankly probably don't really care that much about your project like they've, they're they're QAing all of your games mm-hmm. that you're publishing mm-hmm. like that's the people doing the crunch like, it's not like the guy who's being interviewed about it and going oh yeah I love doing overtime every once in a while like Peter Moliner isn't doing any crunch time (laughs) like it's hypocritical to just go yeah crunch is good like I'd be curious to see like what would cinema be if it never unionized would you have like directors being like all right we have a 14 hour day guys let's go (laughs) yeah we're gonna (laughs) well well, they they already they already do like they still do right they yeah but it's it's there's maybe you'd have rules. a second Avengers so, where everybody looks tired in it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. And then like, 
it all in all like it was better for a lot of entertainment industries to unionize and i think it's video game has reached that point like video games the video game industry could benefit from unionizing mm. um it just it has to happen basically and i hope like there we would see more of this in 2019 yeah we'll see if that's going to happen maybe partially maybe mm. not a full full on union maybe just a little more respect mm. ladies and gentlemen well, it's, it's starting <laughs> yeah um, um do you guys have like any like things you hope to see in 2019? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. There, there's one big thing that I want to happen. Now it's almost there, and it's. I, I think it's gonna change gaming, um, like forever. But it's it's a big word, but okay. you know, VR has a rocky start. Yeah. Very rocky start. Yeah. People are hesitating VR, to adopt rocky. VR. I. I. I <laughs> okay. It's, it, to, I, I'm gonna. I have to stop you right there, just because. I don't think people are hesitating. I think the price tag on it is what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's 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 one of okay. my points. Fair well, point. go ahead. Yeah. It's it's you have to make something accessible, wireless, and it's and, not, and and something that doesn't cost much. Mm. Okay, if it's accessible, wireless doesn't cost much, and you can distribute it easily. Success, guaranteed yeah. success. People will adopt it. Now, I want that to happen in 2019. So you have a PSVR? I, I, I don't have PSVR. I have a Windows Mixed Reality on okay. PC. And I did try a lot of VR things. Mm. And I spent over uh, 550 hours on VR chat. Mm, yeah, there's the that. chat thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just hanging out and speaking yeah. with people and being a character is... It's like the evolution of forums, basically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's pure escapism, okay? It, yeah. it helps me cope with my personal problems, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... It's like going out, but for introverts. Kind yeah. Of. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're at yeah. a bar, but you didn't leave the comfort of your... Of <laughs> your, yeah. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you can flee any awkward uh, moment, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just by logging off, going like, yeah, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, you can't do that in like a... It's like, so, shit, where's my Uber? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I guess gone, I'll wait bye. five minutes and then you get like this dude. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really yeah. wish they, so, they would they would make something easy, affordable, uh, that everybody could have. Maybe uh, maybe um, a second version of the PSVR. They almost, they almost succeeded with the PSVR, but it's way too costly. But that's the thing. Like, my, like, one of my favorite directors in gaming is uh, Mizuguchi. Mm-hmm. Which uh, worked on a new Res mm-hmm. and uh, Tetris uh, effect. Yeah. Tetris effect. I, he's not director on it. Like he he has his own company now. Mm-hmm. And I really want to play those games. I really want a Mizuguchi machine. But it's for rich people. It's yes, just for definitely. rich. Like it's a privileged machine. Like mm. there's no way I'm gonna spend another four hundred bucks just to maybe like buy another game to play it. Like yeah. no way. I think that there's one way that they could do it is if they find a way to like kind of project the screen instead of having to render it twice mm-hmm. and, and for it to be completely wireless and, and Maybe for you to be able to use it. Or, you know, they could well, just yeah. like sell it with the next PlayStation for the price of a Like you don't need to like just improve your machine constantly and just like I, I'm surprised it's not out with a PlayStation 4 Pro for the pl- for the price of last year's PlayStation 4 Pro. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. But they're not going to do it. Actually sell like it in a console bundle. Yeah. If that would come with the base console, or like people for, would adopt it and for a the, couple the industry of, will like rise. 60 bucks more or whatever. Like obviously that's not going to happen because no. they need to make money, but Yeah. 
Like, the, I'm sorry, but like PlayStation 4 came out, what, six years ago now? Yeah. Like you can release a PlayStation 4 with the, the VR for, the the totally pri- for a normal price. Yeah. Like, affordable. But but right now, that's the thing. It's in a phase where it's not affordable on purpose. Like, they're trying things out. They're getting the people that have enough money to buy a PSVR to, to play these things. Um, and we complain about games, but, like, a game in Japan, it costs, like, $30 to $40 more. Like, every mm. single game is over 100 bucks over there. Yeah. So, um, like, I, I don't know that it's going to become affordable. But I totally agree with you. It should be something that, like, if you want VR at least to succeed, it has to be affordable. And, like, okay, like, PS4s and, like, Xbox Ones, they're, they're already not really affordable. They're already, like, for a privileged class. Yeah, agreed. Because gaming is, well... Privi- like it's a privilege to to game basically it's entertainment like it's yeah. a it's an extra it's, it's thing l- you it, not always but it's mostly leisure yeah yeah if there's a way to let's say for instance uh use your cell phone as vr easily because that exists that yeah, technology yeah, exists kind of like put on yeah. like goggles and just you put the goggles VR, and yeah. the, the the phone close to your face mm-hmm. and there's actually a program that that uh, renders on your PC what it sends to the phone, mm-hmm. but the lag is too big. If mm-hmm. they could make a perfect technology of that, VR would instantly be adopted. But because everyone has a, a fucking smartphone, yeah. So uh, I'm not I'm not so well like versed into like VR games as much. But um, are VR games just as expensive as like? Full-priced, like non-VR games, depends. or it, it really depends. It's, uh, okay. The best ones it has are indie not games. It has like yeah, okay. but Tetris Effect is okay. You still have to buy like the full game, yeah, and, like have the peripheral as well. Because I'm thinking like something like uh, you get you buy the the the, um, the peripheral, you buy like the VR headset, but then you get like something like a Game Pass for games that could make it like more. a PSVR Netflix. Yeah, oh, like that a subs- would be like subscription based for anything VR games. I think games are going that way in general. Like, yeah. if the Game so. Pass is a, is proven successful, the yeah. other companies other than Nintendo will have to follow. Yeah, just fast forward. Yeah, like go <laughs> go there directly with the next generation of VR. I feel like it's very. But that's another uh, privileged thing because if now. you if you do a Netflix of games, then it's streaming games. And if you're streaming games, you need a super expensive internet. Uh, no, it's connection. like a game pass. It's getting there. It's a game pass. So you it's download not a, the game, yeah. But still downloading the game. Like, uh, how how big was Red Dead Redemption Two? Like, Ninety gigs or something. So, like, if you have a connection that you can only get fifty gigs of of download this month, then you're taking two months to download your game. Like, well, that's because we live in Canada, and yeah. Our, yeah. <laughs> here at Three Canadian Films, we're stuck in a stone age. The infrastructure the is old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, our that, internet yeah. structure no, sucks. True. But we're not that's the, the, the point, only yeah. country that yeah. That, yeah. yeah. But I, we're I, way behind for a first world country and the internet. I think streaming games <laughs> is is great for yeah South Korea or anywhere. No, it doesn't work here. Is, it's like it's, it's, it's and it's too not gonna yeah. and that's why they won't necessarily go this way. It's where mm-hmm. like they might. But I mean, like, is Red Dead Redemption two gonna be a VR game in its entirety? Like, even they released yeah, like yeah, whatever right. Skyrim. Like, there could be a smaller. It was like a light yeah. version of Skyrim. Like, yeah, they downgrade the graphics. Oh, it's still boy. cool, like from what I've seen or. As my cold. my interest in like uh, mm. VR experiences are mm. places like uh, um, like Walt Disney World experiences. Mm-hmm. Like there's the Star Wars thing that won an award recently. Yeah, basically you go there. Virtual tourism. Yeah, but but it's a it's not just tour, it's like it's a shooter game. Okay. 
and basically you you're not aware but there's like foam and stuff around you and people are moving them around a little bit to fit what you're seeing in the screen oh well in your headset yeah and apparently like that one is really well done and you feel like you're in the game because you crouch to different places like you need you have a playground that's catered to the actual thing you're doing mm. which like that, that sounds amazing for like uh, VR experiences but but then again that's not like the home gaming experience mm-hmm. I really like I wish I had the privilege to just go to to one of these Walt Disney uh, experiences because they're just upgrading them as well yeah. like, it's only going to get better from there right that yeah, sounds I, like it's really cool. Well, yes. that's and once thing, again, that's, that's, catered for rich people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel also VR is very, like, or if you at, it, there, at right? a prototype phase of its development. It's like it's it's at its Atari. But it yeah, needs like, to prove uh, itself now. Now that it's diving its nose in, people are going to grow tired of it if it's going to suck for a little I don't know, because, yeah, because, it because be, it's yeah. uh, VR, we've heard about it for a decade or two already. Like mm-hmm. it, it's, been, it, it's been in the in everybody's mind even since the earlier games, like, mm-hmm. or at least like uh, holographic stuff. And I think yeah. it can take its time. Conceptually, it was there for a while, but practically, like... It's, it's starting, yeah. It's starting to, to, like to feel like... I hope we get to a point where like graphics are good enough for players and I think we are there honestly but like that like that's not what you concentrate on anymore mm-hmm. like make your games better instead of prettier at a certain point and I think like we're getting there because when you play VR games people mm-hmm. are already getting confused about stuff mm-hmm. like we're we're already like well this it's, is a, where it's, a, it's a new learning experience sure. it's yeah. a, uh, I think like just games for VR are going to have to just reconsider and reevaluate what kind of experiences they'll be conveying because I feel like you've mentioned VR chat yeah there's a lot of potential for anything that's way more community based oh yeah yeah definitely like uh, we can have a second life 3D you can do like a lot of great things that will engulf people's lives and substitute yeah. uh, all the bad habits they would have you know Mm -hmm. like instead of being outside and and Mm -hmm. and being involved in like drugs and violence and oh, I don't whatnot, know that it, they could yeah. be in this world, you know. <laughs> yeah. But that's the infinite argument of yeah, video it games could go escapism. Any, yeah, it could go any any way. You become yeah. a, yeah. a brain in a jar, basically. Yeah. 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 Well, aren't we already? Aren't we just like ghosts possessing skeletons covered in flesh? Yes. Definitely. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <sighs> so big mood. You're looking forward to something in 2019, Pierre? I think I just said it. I, I want, uh, like, if if uh, there is an audience for, like, AAA crazy going better and better and better, and we've seen it with Red Dead, Assassin's Creed, and whatnot, make maybe a game a year, like, every company, like, uh, a service, and, like, let everybody enjoy everything else. Like, um, my, my dream would be that, like, consoles come with dev kits at this point. Oh, yes. Um, like, you know, the dream basically uh, on PS4 is going to come out. And I feel mm. like, because I remember, uh, well, I don't remember. I just know that, like, f- for like Famicom and Super Famicom, things like that, in Japan, you could buy it like a dev kit. Mm. And that, like, that's how uh, Sakurai uh, learned to, to, to make games. And that's how he made his first Gerby game. And uh, it'd be nice if, like, consoles just came with like here's an engine we Super like mario ex- maker <laughs> well yeah but 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 like not but not catered to like mario ever. you know yeah, yeah. Like, you want to uh, do more than just that like 
you know people have unity and game maker mm. and a bunch of other things for for uh for, for steam and yeah. like yeah for like pc gaming release a console with like the engine you're making your first party games on mm. like i understand that that's tricky because there's a fear that like you could make a better game than the first party publisher <laughs> game. Yeah, proprietary technology. And, yeah. But I think we're there. I like, uh, just make gaming accessible. Mm-hmm. Well, game making. Game making, yes. Yeah, yeah. Give, give the artists the tools that they need. Yeah. Make, make it accessible, make it affordable, make it, make it in their faces. Like, here like, it is, uh, take it. Like, if you want to write a book, all you need is like a pencil and some paper. If you want to draw, well, mm-hmm. same thing. And yeah, obviously there are more and more tools as you, but like give something with your console. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I, I was hoping the DS would do that. DS had like quirky little things mm-hmm. that like normal game consoles wouldn't have. Like a, you would draw or there'd be like brain age and mm-hmm. things like that. That's another thing I'd like to see. Like just okay. games that aren't games, but like that use your console because it's the centerpiece of your living room at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have a VHS uh, reader or whatever. Or yeah. like you watch your Blu-rays on your PS4, or mm-hmm. you, you you stream whatever on there. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about yeah. that one device. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Nintendo does things like uh, Labo, but there's a way to like make that on your TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see less like great graphics, because we're there. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're not in the uncanny valley of games anymore. A stronger focus on player-created content, basically. Yeah, we saw that at the beginning of PS3 as well, but this generation hasn't seen it at all. Like Little Big Planet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Remember Mario Maker. You could sync your printer to your PS3. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's let's just just more fun, basically. Yeah. 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 I, I'm personally looking forward to, to kind of that. like going back to PlayStation One games. I'm feeling nostalgic about my uh, my teen years, mm-hmm. and like on top of my backlog, there's going to be so much to play. But like, I really want to see what I what I used to love again. It's more of a personal 2019 thing. But yeah, yeah. It, I, started, I started I started thinking about that because <laughs> like yeah, the Switch is releasing Final Fantasy Seven VII and Nine. And like those were like some of my favorite games. So yeah. just don't get the PlayStation Classic. No, just but, but that's, that's another thing. I was like, oh, PlayStation Classic might. Uh, no, no, <laughs> it will not scratch that itch. You yeah. will be frustrated. So yeah, uh, I guess that wraps it up for this week. We're very hopeful about 2019, and uh, we love what's going on in the gaming industry right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're we're gonna see what happens. Uh, we. We at Three Canadian Thumbs wish you a happy new year and have some time. Uh, spend spend time with your... Pu- no, just kidding. Just play video games. <laughs> <laughs> happy new year. Happy new year. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>